Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. That means the boys are live at the McLeod YMCA. Let's go. Let's go on that. It's going to take us a minute to get the content together for today's show. Bob Walpo back at the station because uh, so many of the show kept coming up to a man while we were getting ready for the show. Sure. And there's a there's a buzz about the boys being at the McLeod YMCA. Well, there's a buzz us being here because mm-hmm. I love friggin' being here. So the buzz is reciprocated. I did. Uh, I learned the entire history of professional athletes to come from the state of New Mexico from new friend of the show, Mike. Yeah, thanks, yeah, buddy. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, also, I learned that I need to uh, take you or someone I care about as equally as much as you to the crystal caves of New Mexico as soon as they are drained again. Mexico. Mexico. Not New Mexico. Not New Mexico, Mexico. There's crystal caves in New Mexico, but he was talking about the crystal caves in Mexico, Bob, which are wildly more like, interesting. I looked up some photos of this, Bob. It, it looks like the Fortress of Solitude. It looks fake. The crystal caves in yeah. Mexico look like the Christopher Reeves version of the Fortress of Solitude whenever he was the Superman. I'm assuming that's where and they that got the idea from. that was a neat place, too. It looked that neat. was a neat place. Thank you, Bob. Which one? The Crystal Caverns yeah, the, or the Fortress of Solitude? Which one, Bob? Uh, Fortress of Solitude. Oh, okay. Yes, both, though. This one was neater. It's almost like it was known to a select elite few, and then they used that idea to create the Fortress of Solitude in one of the at least first three Superman movies starring Christopher Reeves, and then where we became beknownst to everyone in the year 2000. Then people were allowed to access it for like five minutes, but they quickly... Uh, flooded it again. It was explained to me from the McLeod YMCA uh, old timers that that's how crystals grow. Yes, it is. I, I'm going to out myself here, Fred. Okay. Um, not as like a vegetarian or no, anything. No, 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 no. No, not not outing myself. It like is that. June, Van. I wasn't crazy about the old Superman movies. What? Not a big Superman guy. Not what not are you going? Yeah, on? not really. Not With Gene really. Hackman? Not really. I mean, Gene Hackman was probably the high part of the movie, but I thought they were kind of corny and stupid. Not a fan. Because he's... Even, even when I was a child, like with an imagination before my life was so beaten down and jaded and I hated everything. Like even before then, not a big Superman guy. You're upsetting me. Well, good. Me that's too. fine. Me this too. Is, uh, this is the program we do here. One of us gets upset at least once a day. I'm always today. It's you. I'm always a little upset. It is you every day. Actually, I'm super jonesing for Never Friday mind. though when I go and see the new Indiana Jones. That's going to be a big deal to me. You're Indiana Jonesing. Do, 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 do. When, when are you going? Do, do, do. I mean, you want to go, Bob? What's up? Yeah, it's well, I got to work, but I'm. Yeah. I think after seven. After the ice topes game, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go to the ice topes, uh-huh. like, and then we'll be live from the ice topes on Friday. But then I'm sure if there's an after 10 p.m. start, the answer is yes, Bob. I want to go see the new Indiana Jones. Uh, you want to grab voice the ice topes, Josh Sushan? Yeah, we should take Josh Sushan. Like the second the game's over, like, hey, let's wrap it up. Come Bob, on. did you know it is John Williams' last composed piece for a film? Did you know that? What, uh, Superman? or? That is correct. No, I did not know that. I wasn't sure if you were talking about that or the Indiana Jones movie. 
from the Sports Animal live chat. Hot off the presses, Adam Wainwright and Brittany Griner have teamed up to start the BAAH, which is Okay, thanks for the text, though. That was very funny. Sports Animal text line in front of the show, Nate. Thanks, Nate. Some people, some people hate some people. Friend of the show, Nate, I used to do a lot of radio with in St. Louis. He's okay. a prominent radio personality in the city of St. Louis. I like this angle. I like this bit. Jeez. We're bringing up the Superman aspect, obviously, because today there were two big announcements in the world of entertainment. That today. is correct. The number one uh, will blow your mind, Bob. The number two, there's a brand new Superman. Yeah. Hopefully this is a what? good one. Yes. Ooh. So there's a new Superman. And it will be a guy named David Cornsweat? Corn Sweat. Corn Sweat. Okay. I'm not familiar with his work. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but it reads like Corn Sweat. His jaw is what you use to chip away at marble. Look, he looks like a Superman, so good job. He has been in thing. He was in something called Pearl. He was in uh, something called Hollywood, something called The Politician. Uh, he's, I'm, I'm not familiar with he... But I think that's traditionally the way of Superman actors is you get, like, soap opera guys, right? You get a guy on the way up. Yeah. You grab an ascending guy. Well, look, at, look at Henry Cavill. Look what he's done since he's been Superman. Henry Cavill was only, like, a soap opera actor before he became Superman. I didn't know that, but I knew he was just kind of insanely good-looking. He's in- And uh, so is this guy. This guy so is. So congratulations to you, David Cornsweat. Bob, he is like a... He is a JV version of Superman, but will soon be on the varsity team. He looks just yeah. like Henry Cavill, like, ten years ago. It's like they just got another Henry Cavill. Like, they cloned Henry Cavill, got a new Superman, and like, hey, let's run it back. Let's go again, boys. He looks like what do you em- say? He looks like an emotional Superman. An emo Superman? He looks like a... An emo Superman. Do you think it's just because there's a pink background at the picture you're looking at, or like you really feel that way? Because he looks exactly like Henry Cavill. Bob, don't freak out. This dude's not thirty. I, I no, feel I, like I looked at a picture of him. I my impression is that his face is just starting to obtain the mature look. Oh. oh, that's a good way of saying he looks like a little babers. So well, like uh, he's got to fight Lex Luthor a couple times, yeah, and then no. he'll have a face. No, so th- that but was my can first he, take. Can he act, though? Does it matter? Superman movies are so bad, you don't need a good actor. The new ones are not. They are all awful. Oh, I disagree completely. They're so bad. No, they're the best ones. Every DC movie is garbage. They're all the best right now, except for Batman. The Dark Knight trilogy is the only thing DC has ever done well all of their other movies are garbage. The three best superhero movies of all time are the DC trilogy. That's a given. By the way, if the lovely people at DC would like me to change my mind, 505-246-0610, sponsor the program, yes. will be the official sports and pop culture, sports adjacent radio show of uh, the DC universe. Yeah, we will cover Quidditch or whatever. Yeah, sure. Is that DC? The John Cena series was pretty good. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Very good. Peacemaker. The Dark Knight trilogy and Peacemaker are the only good things DC's ever done. Don't at me. The cinematic DC universe has one gigantic flaw, and it's Robert Pattinson as Batman. Oh, that was a horrible choice. Something in the way. 
Uh, was he like actually an actor before that? Wasn't he uh, like a? Wasn't he in One One Direction or something? He like was that? no. That's a band. Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in uh, one movie series called Twilight. Oh, that's why I never where, watched Twilight. Yeah, he played the vampire villain, pseudo villain, anti-hero. Also, something in the way. I should have known this would lead to this. I knew this whole DC Wh- which conversation. Which talking about? Robert Pattinson, Bob. Robert Pattinson. He played Batman. And in the new Batman. It's the worst Batman. It's by far the worst Batman. The new Batman. It's worse than Adam West's 70s cheesy Batman. Ben Affleck's the best Batman, which we can circle back to this. That's no, not for the right now. you're so wrong. Okay. We're gonna, I'm going to write down Batman. And underline it, so we'll come back here. It's Christian Bale, and it's not even close. Christian Bale? Yeah. No. Yes. Christian He's Bale. the best actor in the best DC movie. The Okay, the DC movies, the Christian Bale Batman trilogy, carried by the villains alone. Nothing about Batman is consequential to the story. He was a perfect Batman. Everything about him. Ra's al Ghul. Fantastic. Fabulous. Fantastic. Liam Neeson is Ra's al Ghul? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, Shyamalan twist after Shyamalan twist. And, and every every aspect of it. The second one, Heath Ledger? The best villain of all time. All freaking time. Except for um, Bill the Butcher, Daniel Day-Lewis. Besides that. You're talking besides about. Besides William Cutting <laughs> from Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York, different yeah. thing. Yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah. Heath Ledger, the best villain of all time. The best villain all time is Heath Ledger as the Joker yeah. in The Batman Returns. Also the best Batman. Or is that Man. Dark Knight? Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. Now, Tom Hardy is Bane? Fire. Fantastic. But Christian... unfortunately, he had the misfortune of going after Heath Ledger. That is the only downside to yeah. Christian Bale, excuse me, as Tom Hardy via Christian Bale. Christian Bale, if I were to give a pro wrestling analogy... Christian Bale is Shawn Michaels. He took bumps better than anyone else, and he always pulled it out at the end. But the story was never about Christian Bale. The story is only about the villains in the DC universe. In fact, the last one... It's a higher-arcing, higher-reaching treatise on society and how we treat the lower class. But anyways, yeah, all about villains. It's all about villains. Okay. The third one, they tried to hand it off to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then he was like, I'm actually going to quit the industry for a minute. See, that, that, that hurt my feelings. Why wouldn't you want to be Robin? Christopher Nolan has a series of Robin, and you don't want to step in and be a legend? He didn't want the terrible rub that was off Christian Bale. That's what I'm saying. He just didn't want, because everyone who works in Christopher Nolan movies goes insane. From the dedication that it yeah, takes to perfection. for sure. Everyone goes crazy. And JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levin, mm-hmm. he was also in the Inception film, which I might argue is, argue is the best movie ever made. It's up there. Inception is untouchable. Cast, Chris- story, arc, the best swerves in the history of filmmaking. And you're trying to get me extra excited for Oppenheimer is what you're doing right now. So Opp- I am so excited for Oppenheimer. I recognize that Oppenheimer is never going to beat Barbie at the box office. But I get it. I get it. That's fine. That's not what it's there for. It's not there to set box office records. It's there to have upper shelf cinema that you can actually watch in a movie theater. It's cinema in a theater. It's rare that movies like that come out these days. Christopher Nolan making these 
big budget movies is baffling to modern day fans. You can tell it's all Fast and the Furious and Marvel movies. That's which, the only movies that get to the hey, theater. Which I love. I love those movies. I'll watch them. I'm all. not mad. Guardians but, of the Galaxy three was like the first like non art house movie to make me cry. So the problem I, with, I watered up over Rocky Raccoon. <sighs> That got me going, right. man. First of all, it's not Rocky Raccoon. It's a Beatles song. It's Rocket Raccoon. What did I say? Aunt Rocky. Oh, did I say Aunt, Rocky? Yeah. Well, Rocky yeah. Raccoon okay. walked in the saloon. Yeah. The problem with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies is they have created, quote, unquote, like, like pin drop movies to where you have to put in like a soundtrack to create emotion, just like the movie Batman did with Robert Pattinson. Something in the way. Three minutes. I knew we were going to come back to this pretty fast. <laughs> so there's never been a, a good Superman movie. It's a B-side banger from Nirvana. And this. It's not even it's not even an A-side hit. Oh, the unplugged version's fantastic. Yeah, that's the version that's they use the, in the yeah, movie. Yeah. MTV's unplugged with Nirvana. Top but, ten banger all time. Oh, it's easily the best unplugged. Oh, it's easily the best unplugged. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and that's the problem with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy did so very well with their mix, remix, tape, or whatever. Every single film feels like they have to do that. You don't have to do that. Well, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, the guy who's going to direct the new Superman trilogy, James Gunn. James Gunn. The guy who directed the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. Fire. Which, except for Endgame, is the best Marvel. So I'm kind of excited for the first time in my life that there finally might be a good Superman before I die. Because they've all been horrible. They've not all been horrible. They've all been horrible. The Justice League movies... When they were redone the second time. Still bad. <laughs> Not so Those bad. Those were still bad. Those were still bad. They didn't think, I know it was the 80s and they were probably all high on cocaine, but they didn't think to like, like just put a blow dryer in Superman's face so his little curl wiggled and he's flying through the air and his little forehead curl doesn't wiggle at all. This is mind-boggling to me. The, I can't handle it. The problem with the Justice League movies and the Wonder Woman movies is this same like needle drop thing, to where every time Wonder Woman comes on the TV, mm-hmm. it goes into slow motion and goes into Amazon music. I wanted the 80s Wonder Woman movie to be good. It was not. Oh, man, it was awful. And it had Chris Pine. God, it was so bad. And I'm a big Chris Pine guy. Just, so, quit, just quit making movies, DC. Take some time off. Let James Gunn set the new palette for your organization and then try again. From the Sports Animal live chat, facebook.com slash talkabq, Nick Cannon will play the new Batman. It's a different kind of Dark Knight. Mm. Okay, that's okay. okay that's, not, that's a different show. That joke got kind of dark. Yeah, it got kind of dark there mm-hmm. at the end. Um, Congratulations to Ryan Seacrest. He's the new host of Wheel of Fortune. Let's go. So Let's do, you, go. do you call him the new host of the Wheel of Fortune, or you just say he's the new Pat Sajak? Because it's kind of like. He did it for 40 years. Like, you just call every other host Pat Sajak from now on. If Kelly Ripa is flipping the letters, then yeah. I think it's the only way this thing works. Call him Pat Sajak. <laughs> just like Santa's little helper in The Simpsons. It's just like Pat Sajak 2 or Pat Sajak Jr. Or the next Pat Sajak, or the new Pat Sajak. They were like, for the last 40 years, we didn't allow Pat Sajak's charisma to mess up this show. So we're going to bring in Ryan Seacrest to continue that emotion. Mm. I think Ryan Seacrest is going to ruin the vibe. At least Pat Sajak was like, 
kind of quirky and had a good sense of humor. He's the littlest change like, you can make. Like a little tongue-in-cheek action. Like he was kind of quirky and fun, had some good zingers. Ryan Seacrest is going to, like, I don't know, say nice shirt or something. They're both white bread toast. Oh, just the toastiest. They are stale white bread toast. Mm. And it doesn't matter what ingredients you put between stale white bread toast. It is terrible. So congratulations on the future collapse of Wheel of Fortune. Is that what you're saying? No, because that is what people who watch Wheel of Fortune want. Well, if you know Pat Sajak, he's got a little bit of zing in him. He's got some, like, passive-aggressive zingers. Like, he's funny. He's low-key funny. Did zero other people apply for the job? That's really the question. And why is Ryan Seacrest getting all these gigs? Is he just the white Steve Harvey? Did they just give him everything? From the Sports Animal Live yeah. chat, friend of the show, Joel, makes mention. Pat Sajak graduated from Columbia College in Chicago. That gives you zero qualifications. Columbia College no in Chicago? No about that. That's the third best Columbia Number one. The country. The actual college, Columbia. Oh, okay. Number two, any college in Columbia. <laughs> Number three, Columbia College of Chicago. Let's step That's way down the list. Actual sports content whenever we get back. Bob Walpo's back at the station. Bob, we're excited to have you today. A. Marie starting that vacay early. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. Well, good for her. Good Where's for her. That? No, you get one holiday on a Tuesday, and you for some reason take off the Tuesday before? Hmm. 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 Thanks, Joe Biden. Sounds like somebody took a whole week. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Three sports animal. Back on the program, back live at the McLeod YMCA. We are uh, we're in the doldrums of the summer, man. Doldrums? It's only baseball. How dare you say doldrums when it's the most beautiful summer in the most beautiful place on the planet? We're under Albuquerque, a, New Mexico. Under we're a, so lucky. Under a heat dome. I don't know what that means. It's not a real thing. Under a heat dome right now. It's like 74 today. No. No, it was not. Are you sure about that? I was outside. Yes, I'm sure. 93. That's basically 74. Math? Yeah. No. Feels like 92. So that's close enough to 74 for me. Beautiful day. You ever play horseshoes? Mm-hmm. Hang grenades? I'm very good. <laughs> Can't you tell how good I am at it? I can tell something. Mm-hmm. Tell something for sure. I wasn't outside in the heat of the day because I was here at the YMCA getting my swole on. That's what happened. Tickets for the Dolphins' chief game in Frankfurt, Germany, sell out in 15 minutes today, Van. Yeah, they're excited to go see Dalvin Cook. <laughs> He's not on either of those teams. He'll be, a, he'll be a Dolphin here in a day or two. This has to be all scalpers, right? Of course it's all scalpers. We need to go back to paper tickets, right? The, we're going to have to. Yeah, it's all scalpers. It's all bots. It's all who bots. Who are buying up these tickets and reselling them immediately. I hate this. The the Bills game in London yeah. uh, sold out in 30 minutes, um, so you had to pre-register, and then out of those who pre-registered, you got on a list to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. 400,000 people in those tickets, 390-something thousand people wanted to watch, and that's just the Bills fans. That's even not who they're playing, which is a bunch of nobodies. 
And there's a bunch of money that doesn't belong to people. It belongs to, like, organizations and companies and a whole bunch of stuff. And what they're going to end up doing is they're going to end up paying an arm and a leg for this and not caring because it's not their own money. So this problem's never going to go away. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden is trying to help out this problem. I'm sorry to compliment the 137-year-old president of the United States, but he's trying to get a coalition of um, – representatives together and in this problem also this is germany i don't know what kind of jurisdiction it's Ticketmaster. (laughs) it's the same ticketing programs like the country of germany doesn't have this is the nfl getting tickets or selling tickets the last time america told germany what to do they were both hanging out in versailles okay so you're saying this is going to start world war three it's a good joke but i just dolphins tickets are going to start world war three first i if we're going to refer to them by a team they're chiefs tickets Unless it's a home game for Miami, I don't really know how that works. I don't know. Miami's on their way up. you got to watch out, Kansas City. No, they do not. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to say that with a straight there face. Is, there's not even a storyline where it's like, Tyreek Hill faces the Chiefs again because he's not going to be playing. Could he be so tired? Oh, oh. Because of all the assaults. All the assaults. Yeah, all the assaults. You can't quit. Beating people up. The NFL doesn't play with he's that got, stuff. Man, he's got little man syndrome so oh, he's bad. so little. Tyreek Hill. You can make up for it in other areas. You can have the height surgery when you're done in the NFL. What is that? You haven't seen that before? Mm-mm. They put, like, spacers in your bones. Who is they? they? grow you. What are you talking about? You haven't seen this? What are you? This, is this a Twilight Zone thing? No, this is really real. You can put spacers. You have a series of surgeries. They break your bones. You can't have space between your bones, idiot. The space between. Yeah, you can. They break your bones. They put a spacer in it, and then they reattach the bones. You get progressively taller over a long period of time. This guy got made fun of for being short, and now he's six and a half feet tall. Who are you talking about? Everything looks completely normal except for his tiny little hands. Bob. He didn't have... He didn't have hand surgery. Every single time Van tells me a story where he says they or this guy, uh-huh. I know it's not yeah. true. No, and he brings it to the radio. True. Okay. You, Thank you. Oh, no Sorry. one out there is getting, what did you call these things? Limb lengthening surgery. No one is getting limb lengthening spacers put into their arms and legs. I, I read That's about not this real. Decades ago. Decades ago? Yes. For, it would make you. Grew seven inches. Who? I'm going to tell, tell you his name right now. He got made fun of, and this girl wouldn't date him because he was too short. Go, 5'10 is short compared to me, but 5'10 is not short. Denzel no. Sigers. Okay. Or Seagers. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. Denzel Seagers, the best actor ever. Denzel Sigers. Says he always knew he was smaller and found himself saying those two words Skilo made the music hit for, I wish. I wish I was a little bit taller. He had a series of limb lengthening surgeries, and now he grew seven inches. From to what? What is his height now? Uh, let's see. He better have grown to five six. Because if it's if it's not five six or less, I'm out. Five five to six foot tall. Unacceptable. If <laughs> if you were five five, uh, like own that life. Yeah. Be- what's it like, Bob? Bob, what's it like? I don't know. I'm five eight and a half. Okay. That's, okay. That's. I mean, that's in, generous. In boots. Yeah, like re, like like with those really nice insoles. New Mexican boots with the toe that goes all the way up around and curls. Yeah, with a bunch of homemade trail mix. You got to no, stand in on. My, yeah, uh, bare feet. <laughs> that's. 
Here's why I didn't know this existed, because I've never been a tinier person. I've only ever been the taller person. Even when you were little, you were big. I've never been little. Mm. I've spent zero minutes of my life in the world of little. Even, 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 even when you're a baby, you still look like two babies in a trench coat. I refuse to say the name Stuart. That's how opposite of little that I am. Mm, okay. I, no, I got it. You don't have to stare at me like that. I got you. I got the joke. <laughs> Just wasn't good. <laughs> this exact same thing happened. You mentioned it with the game in London. This exact same thing happened last year. Literally, something has to be done. Like, and I'm not trying to be like the pro Taylor Swift thing because I am that, by the way. I'm just, I'm told, I just told you that Joe Biden is on the case. I know he can't do a lot of things at once. Bigger and fish he gets, to fry. He gets easily distracted, but put the old uh, World War Three on someone else's plate, and Uncle Joe, you know, go solve this ticket thing. Joe Biden spent five percent of the annual budget for this United States military. He gave it to Ukraine, and they somehow created a civil war in Russia. That's pretty I'm sweet. I'm very impressed with Joe Biden right now. Very economical. Insanely economical. Even after Trump's tax cuts got the budget smaller. Do you know how many Americans have died to create the civil war that is occurring in Russia right now? It's super close to zero. It's so insanely close to zero. I could not be more impressed by this. The only Americans who died there were, like, not supposed to be there. Yeah, like voluntary ones who tried to blackwater their way over. Yeah, guys who just wanted to kill someone. Yeah, well, hold on. I don't know their motivations. I mean, that seems presumptuous. Allegedly just wanted to murder somebody. No, again, maybe liberate is the I word. I said allegedly, though. I don't like what you're insinuating. Alleged thirst for blood. No, again. Is that not the same thing? It's not the same. I said allegedly. <sighs> I don't like it. So a bunch of American Rambos. Besides them, <laughs> no one has died. Like, we've helped contribute to the the liberation of Ukraine, and no one's died. That's, you know, and of the, note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bob, whenever we get back, we continue with our NFL talk. The quarterback for the Saints is saying something about a different team, mm. and it's relevant for one big reason. Mm. Because I told you so. Mm. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Live from McLeod YMCA. Come hang out with your boys. It's an open house. D, sports animal. The Jim Rome Show. I mean, I love the game, but I don't play the game. Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Live from the Cloud YMCA, the Cloud Director Mark Lewis in the building. He or an adjacent YMCA member will be joining us at the 45. That's going to be a lot of fun. The NFL stories that just keep giving, right? So Derek Carr, David Carr, Derek Carr, Drew Carr? One of the cars. One of the cars. It's not Jimmy Carr. Who Jimmy Carr, Great the, comedian. the comedian? Hilarious. Very funny. Not related. To my knowledge. That we know of. Not until the 23andMe results come in. Okay. So Derek Carr said at the, uh, when speaking about the end of his, his time with the Raiders, he said, I was very upset. I was very mad. Because as you recall, he was sitting on the bench. They benched him. They benched him, man. Citing healthy stuff. They said, we don't, can't, we get hurt. This is, uh, what, what they were doing, um, you might not be familiar with, 
It's called lying. They were lying. Yeah, the Oakland Raiders were lying. If someone were to talk to me about this, let's say I lose this job. Let's okay. say I lose this job tomorrow. And if I get another job doing a similar thing at a similar organization, if someone were to say to me, hey, let's talk about your old job, I would say, no. I'd rather not. I, I have this new job that I'm excited about. You remember how I don't work there? I have all these new coworkers I'd like to tell you how See, I'm excited to be with. I work at this place. Yeah. You don't need to ask me about the old one. Mm-mm. You ever, you ever go through a breakup? If it was newsworthy, I'd probably be there. Probably. Yeah. You ever go through a breakup van and somebody's like, hey, what happened? And you go, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather. You know, I'm, not, I'm in the business of. Even when I'm drinking. Yeah, when I'm drinking, I'm not spilling tea. For sure. I'm just drinking. Just listen to a couple country songs or something. Yeah. I don't know. You know who also. You has... know how breakups go. Like, just listen to some country music. Islands in the stream. Yeah, my truck broke down too. You want me to talk about yeah, that? You want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, my dog died in the last calendar year. Sure. That actually happened here. Yeah, that one really did happen. So I'm Thank sorry. you. I Thanks for opening that. them wounds up. I don't know why I brought that one yeah, up. Yeah, that one was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, my, my jerk uh, photos app on my iPhone brought up a picture of my deceased dog open up the wounds as early as last night and here you are today i don't have time hop i don't have you don't have, it's just the the app you don't have a you have an iphone app widget for your photos no of course not it's just the little photos button yeah okay so i have the widget no i don't have the widget it brings up memories from that day from other years and i was, yesterday was my deceased dog I got to rub that one in. Was it the anniversary of the dog deceasing? It wasn't even the anniversary. Oh, that's brutal, dude. Yeah, it was rough. Okay, so whatever you're talking about, I believe I have that turned off. Okay. My nice. m- the mullet mine does it. Br- it brings up memories of old producers that yeah. were on the show. And for Derek Carr, it brings up memories of old eyeliner shops in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> You think that's the first thing he did in Nowlands? Is like, where's my eyeliner guy? No, the first thing he did was he went and he, he went and said, "Which sports uh, talk personality is going to let me talk about my feelings here?" Oh yeah, talk. He's got them feelers. He got. <sighs> what you need to is you need to also package it in a way to where it's like a subtle shot or dig. So you say this. You don't say, "I was upset. I was mad." You don't say that. What you say was. Uh, yeah, you can you can tell by the long history of the time I was there. They made a lot of weird decisions. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you, you this leave This isn't the, the only yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, you think the end was the problem? Do you not remember the beginning and the middle? The Raiders are not put together. Yeah. It's hard to be a leader considering the leadership kept changing every year. Yeah. Here's what you say. You say... Hey, listen, um, the end of that thing was weird. The beginning of this thing is going to be weird, too, because I'm going to be winning for the first time ever. Ask me about that. Ask me about balling the heck out in the super weak, super soft NFC South that I'm going to run, pass, punt, and kick through. You're thinking of Taysom Hill. He does all those things. I love him so much. Yeah. But the car boy, I mean, he'll be just fine there. But it's such low-hanging fruit in his division. He is going to look like Tom Brady next year just because the competition is such hot garbage. Garbage. 
Garbage. Here's what I don't get. You get a weird quarterback. Excuse me. You get a weird head coach mm-hmm. after a weird head coach. Uh-huh. The head coach you get shouldn't have got a second shot. Shouldn't really got a third shot because he shot down the job in Indianapolis, which right. people don't necessarily even talk about. What Derek Carr, David Carr, has to be saying right now is, I'm really excited to go from a dysfunctional family to a slightly less dysfunctional to a, family. Yeah, incredibly slightly yeah. less. And also, like, New Orleans is not, like, got a history of winning. Like, people are going to claim they do. Right. People are going to claim because they had Drew Brees for five minutes. They won one time. Oh, the one time that the NFL said the script is going to happen for New Orleans this year because of Katrina? Not Like un- that year? Not untrue. Uh. Not untrue at all. I would actually go as far to say very true. And I don't want it to be that way. I love parody. I don't actually. I only like dynasties. I mean, Derek Carr is an absolute saint for staying around in the Raiders organization for that long anyways. Like, they never treated him well. Like, they never set him up for success. Right. Just different coaches and different offensive coordinators and... Different versions of failure. Yeah, exactly. And then you go... Never gave him any help. His last year, they gave him his best friend. And, and then, then after didn't that... didn't let him play with him? Yeah, didn't even let him play with him. <laughs> it's like, hey, we got you this shiny new toy. We're going to keep it in the closet, though. Sorry, buddy. Just wild to me. Why didn't he do the part where he was like, hey, remember when they made my wife cry? Like, that's what you bring up. Like, you don't say the part where you're sad. You say the part where, yeah, are you talking to me about the place that made my wife cry? Yeah, I wouldn't even mention that part. I would have kept that within my family and just, like, started looking forward. I wouldn't have mentioned any of the stuff with the ex. I mean, do you sit around and talk about your ex-girlfriend all day? No, because I'm not a loser. Yeah, hey, Fred, slow. Let's talk about your previous yeah. relationships that went poorly. Well, and if we're being real okay, honest. Okay, what about the one that made my wife cry? Well, that's a good point, too. You're soft, Derek. Like, just look forward. Look to the future. Well, and You don't a- need to rag your old. You don't need to. You don't need to talk about your ex-girlfriend. You don't need to talk about your ex-employer. You don't need to talk about your no. ex-anything. Just move forward. Correct. Build off of their failures. Build off of your lessons and go forward. Well, you know what this is? Speaking about him, though, this is a guy that's only had one lady. This is a guy that's only had one job. This is a guy that has only had one of those. You talk, how many, hey, I've failed at more stuff than people even attempt. Sure. Yeah, you know how many ex-gals I have? The number is too high. Tried really hard. Tried hard with all of them. Yeah. They were all great for a minute. I also date aggressively. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what else I like? Attention. Oh, sure. There's yeah. that. Talk about that in the future, mm-hmm. Derek. <sighs> Blow, unfathomed to me. Unfathomed. He's going to crush it there. Oh, he could. Not because he's that insanely talented. I think he's just Kirk Cousins and eyeliner. <laughs> but he gets out of the Raiders organization, and he gets into the NFC South where everyone is garbage. He's the one guy in the league right now that when asked a clown question can say this. Yeah, I'm excited about getting back to Vegas one time at the very end of the year. That's all you got to say. The only time I think about Vegas is when I'm thinking about the Super Bowl I'm about to play in. That's all you say. And then it's done. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Cirque du Soleil with my wife. And you know, we got to go back and pick up some more stuff from our The, ba- the Bellagio is a really affordable $50 buffet that is uh, worth every penny. Hey, you know, I love it here in New Orleans. What you know I love about Orleans? 
the Orleans Hotel Buffet in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's I can't wait bad. to go back and get me get me some crab legs. We got a special guest with us when we get back. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for being sponsor of this very studio. Big thank you to the Six Six Diner where we enjoy so many lunches. We're live at the McLeod YMCA. This is also where we start our days. Of course, the Albuquerque Duke store is the, uh, well, it's a proud partner of the program, Van. Don't forget Albuquerque Duke's night over at Isotopes Park, July the 15th. Come hang out with the boys. We're going to be over there enjoying that to a great degree. Also, Van, you don't know this, the Albuquerque Duke store is made a bunch of apparel for Duke City Championship Wrestling. What? Yep. So we're going to have not just a fine locally made wrestling production, uh, production. We're gonna have a fine locally made apparel for it, so that's a lot of excitement. That's that a lot is of fun. so exciting. Next, when do they come on the shelves? Uh, very soon, probably this week. Ooh, yeah, so buddy. Here. So also, we're at Albuquerque Axis upcoming Thursday. We'll be throwing axes. Come hang out with the boys. Seven fifty off per hour. Next Thursday, we're at Red Door. We're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Even with the holiday, we don't care. We're gonna be there. We're taking advantage of it. I'm in. I'm in for that. That's the plan for me. There's a holiday coming up? Uh, it's 4th of July. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. That's why Amory left. Oh, okay. Also, Jake Cassio will be joining us next week, so we're excited to have him here with us. Stepping away, but coming back with a special guest. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. New, New Mexico, Mexico Sports Authority, Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports, sports animal. animal. My least favorite type of stroke, medical. My favorite type of stroke, breast. What's your favorite kind of chicken, too? Ah, I like that. Jeff Danielson yeah. joining us on the program. Let's yeah. go. Hey, guys. You make swim go around. Is that what you say when you talk about swim? What do you, you, you uh, uh, what, What's bubbling? I don't know how to talk. Keeping Jeff, this thing afloat. There we go. That's yeah. the one there, just going against the flow. Right. We're just trying to keep the uh, summer league swim going in uh, Albuquerque. July 3rd? Uh, July 3rd is the fall let's sports sign-up day. Let's go. Okay, let's do that. all of it. At the McLeod Y, they have a super sweet pool, and you make sure people swim competitively in it? Yes, sir. Like boat to what? Like what? To like a finish line? To like a, Help me understand. Uh, well, we have the usual short course stuff, you know, um, 25 yards for little kids, 50 yards for the medium-sized kids. That's and, 75 feet? Right. That's inc- I cannot swim that far. 100 yards for the big kids. 300 feet? 300 feet. In a row? In a row. Unacceptable. Not always the same stroke either. That's down and back. No, no, no. That's that's four lengths. Down, back, down, back, down, back. Down, back, down, back. Four lengths, not four laps. See, this is how little I know, Van. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> We're just talking about you not ever being at a pool ever without a beer. So, of course, no one expects you to know all this. I have a degree in Don't pool. Don't set the bar too high. I have a degree in pool management. Like, I went to school for it. I never swim. Because you know the risks. Because I know the risks. That's <laughs> not it at all. Jeff Danielson joining us. Uh, McLeod, the pool here at McLeod has kind of been a staple with the YMCA community for the longest time. Obviously, you're talking about the young kids. You're talking about a little bit older. Uh, why is it so important to start young when it comes to water? Why is it so important in the world of athletics? Well, you talked about it yourself. Know the risks. Yeah. The better a kid can swim, the more, uh, the less trouble they'll be in in the future. Good point. Plus, you know, if they, they're really tired from all the swim workouts. Yeah. A lot less annoying for oh, mom and dad. Oh, that's super smart. Well, what Jeff was about to say is if you can swim faster than the kid next to you, that means sharks aren't a problem. Yeah, you don't have to out-swim a shark. <laughs> yeah, you just have to out-swim you gotta out-swim the kid, little Ricky. The kid next to you. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. That one. 
And sharks, as far as I've known, I do. I watch a lot of David Attenborough. Sharks, as far as I know, they only eat the one guy. Like, they don't just keep going. It's not a sport to them. So They t- just eat humans because they're hungry. All right, Jeff. Two, not for sport, like orcas. Like two, All right, so here's the yeah. thing about orcas is they changed their name legitimately like two years ago to orcas from killer whales, and they lost their, like, rep, and now they're back to killer whaling. Well, I mean, with their, their new activities, how they're attacking boats, I think go from killer whales to Africanized orcas okay, is what you do. Yeah. Acceptable. That's, that's the new right. name. Jeff, yeah, that's all right. We're, we're the YMCA Kraken, so we, uh, we take care of them orcas for you. That's way better. I do like that. Yeah, the Kraken regulates the sea. Here's what I know about the Kraken. Release it. Okay. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good think, job. I think that's a Liam Neeson thing. Mm-hmm. Multiple Liam Neeson references on the program it's today. the second one and counting. Jeff, do you say how many kids are on the swim team here at the Y? We've got 62 this year. What? From 4 to 17. That's a football team. Yes, sir. That's crazy. That's more than a football team. That's more than a football team. Some of these kids are going to get cut. No. No one gets cut. No one gets cut. Oh, you can go over 53? Everybody swims. Oh, that's awesome. Do they have to come at like 5 in the morning and swim? How does it work? No, we we, our morning practices are uh, 845 to 10. That's not bad at all. Summer hours. Our evening practices are 530 to 630. That's, that's the best more, time of the day. That's the more my speed. That's the one to yeah. be in the pool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice. The pools of water is nice. The uh, the clouds are overhead. Yeah. What's it cost? It costs uh, three hundred dollars a kid. Yeah. Uh, there's some amount of cut if you. That's register more than one kid. That's per day. No, no, no. That's per season. All right, hold up. That's that, a steal. That's not even per week. No. That's not even per month. Nah, that's that's per two months. Our season lasts from May until middle of July. That's like ten dollars a day. That's, That's super five dollars a day, man. And your I kid think, gets I, at this swim? point, I think you're guessing, but you're very close. <laughs> yeah, three hundred. Okay. Divided by sixty. Okay. That's five. Okay. So it's five dollars a day for your kid to become an expert swimmer, join a team, understand fellowship, and compete against his peers, and hopefully he or she, and hopefully become triumphant over them. Correct. How do you know if you have the next Michael Phelps or not? Good if question. If you don't come here and let him swim around a little bit. Is the next Michael Phelps here in Albuquerque, New Mexico? No. All right. Interesting. Write that down, Van. Your kid can win. Write no, that down. no, because weed's legal now. So uh, the next yeah, Michael Phelps won't be Michael Phelps. That'll slow you down. Yeah. Best way to get your kid involved here at the Y? Just show up. Don't get, okay. Sweet. <laughs> come to the McLeod Y, the intersection of Tramway and Comanche. Walk in and say, listen, Jeff told me to come down. Absolutely. Come down. Try out my swim team. You'll have fun. Oh, there's a trial period? Yeah, you can come for a couple of days. Oh, my God. This That's is going to way better. very sweet of you. In day one, you just teach me how to put on the little cap? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you in a cap. We'll get you in the jammers. What is that? You know, it's like a Speedo with legs. Whoa. Hold up. Hold on. Yeah, Writing this down. got way cooler. Jammers. Jammers. Which I thought was a thing that you only did in roller derby. I don't know anything about roller derby. Roller Sorry, derby guys. Joke. I thought jammers looked like skids. Remember the skids, the parachute, the MC Hammer parachute pants? From the Sports Animal Live yeah. Texter. Those what? aren't jammers. I was very wrong. No, the MC jammers? Mm. The Sports Animal Live ch- chat says, uh, do you believe cutting them would build competition? It's not about the competition. It's about sportsmanship. It's about Fellowship. learning how to be in a team. We don't cut anybody, and everybody swims. Now, if you cut in line to swim, I'm okay with that kind of competition. Go to the front. 
Uh, we're a big rules people here. Not, we follow the rules, that. Fred. If I had to park GA, I'm upset. I park right at the front of the building. Oh, well, I feel for you. Every time there's a sign that says van accessible, that's where van parks. That's true. I do do that. And I take pictures. I, le- I leave some documentation out on the dash. Never got a ticket. I take pictures in front of signs that say slow children at play. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have any children, though. No, but I'm, like, at heart. Yeah, that's good, though. If you do have a child, you can bring them down to the McLeod YMCA, signing up for the swim team. Is July 3rd, is that what we said? Uh, July 3rd is for the fall sports. Okay. Uh, we'll take kids right on up until uh, Saturday for the swim team. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, we have to get them in two meets to be eligible for the Sundance Finals, and we have two meets left. Hold on. What is okay. the Sundance Finals? Let me figure this out real quick. Sundance Swim League was a Peter Barney and Dave Barney uh, gig from the, the early 70s. Oh, this is super cool. And you can swim against all the kids in the in the entire city. Yes, sir. Oh, heck yeah. And we're going to win this thing, right? The YMCA is going to hoist that trophy. We're going to host a trophy. Okay. <laughs> a trophy. All right, a single solitary trophy. There will be one. We will have one winner. Right, we'll have one winner at least. Okay, but you like probably have some high point kids. Um, that's the most amount of points scored in an individual age group. All right, I'm looking at it here. It seems to me, if every single kid who all right, so it's mostly about just the competition itself. It's not about winning. All right, I'm into this. I'm into this. So the New Mexico State games run this too. Let's go. We took home third from the New Mexico State games. What? So why couldn't we take home first from this one? Because we're about a third the size of the biggest teams in the league. Okay, so what we need to do, this mm-hmm. is quality, all doing quality is over quantity, though. Exactly. Yeah. We're well, working on it. All right, so you might not win the trophy there, but fortunately for you, Jeff, we are aware of ex-WOBA. So what we need to do is we need to adjust the awards based off total number of competitors in all pools that are equal. You extrapolate the numbers over uh, how many children you have. Yes. And then obviously the YMCA would win. Because in a lot of pools, a double could be a home run. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we go through uh, uh, semifinals and a finals meet to decide all the points. How long have you been an expert at this? Well, I started swimming here at this YMCA in 1989. Whoa. This. The That's same fantastic. year Taylor Swift was born? Is that when Taylor Swift was born? This is incredible. Wait, the album 1989 by Taylor Swift was her birth year? That is correct. Learn something every day. Oh, look at us. Well, learning new cool things. One of the greatest bangers of all time. Okay, not learning new cool things. Just learning things. Is there a soundtrack on the pool deck when you're out there? Usually, yeah. Does it feature Taylor Swift? Frequently it does. That's what I'm saying, man. It's all full circle. How do you know that it's Taylor Swift? All right, good question. Because I don't know any of her songs. I know every banger. All of my my assistant coaches know all that stuff. How many? Co- uh, you know it's Taylor Swift and the kids go. Like that. Whenever it comes on, yeah. like woo kids. Mm-hmm. How many assistant coaches you got? I got seven. So that's ten kids per coach is the ratio? Pretty much. That's, a, that's like one-on-one basically. Almost. McLeod YMCA, take registrations up until Saturday. And that is for immediate participation in the swim program. Fall sports, July the 3rd. Yes. And everything else is bangers here. Yes, sir. I love everything about this. You get a T-shirt? No, you get a swim cap. Does it say Kraken? Yeah, it says release the Kraken. 
All right, Van. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of cool catchphrases. Oh, this is going to be great. So today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of catchphrases. Put that on there. That's a good one. In. Kids that participate in the swimming program at the YMCA, in your opinion, they go on to do what community-wise? They have more involvement? They do better in school? Is it is it that type of connection? or Definitely. Yeah. You run into swim kids all over. And Sundance swim kids all over. Just and you make friends for your whole life. Swim to me sounds like, like summer camp. Like swim to me sounds like the kids who are involved in this thing love it forever and keep that fellowship forever. But you've been a part of this since? Since 1989. Think back. Is that another Taylor Swift reference? I believe that one's actually Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. Okay. Yeah. That's a different year. Well, I was trying. All right, Just, you're close enough. How many lyrics do we really have here? All of them. Okay, that's a good point. I'm just saying. Her and I Spice have the number one song in the entire country right now. And you two are acting like you don't know anything about Taylor what Swift. What is an Ice Spice? I, oh, my god! Is that a Starbucks thing? Jeff, if I'm the coolest guy in the room. I don't know what that room, is. If I'm the coolest guy in the room, Jeff, we are in a lot of trouble. I is it a Dunkin'? Or is it a dark. Dutch Brothers thing? There is no Dunking in the pool. Everyone knows that. I said Dunkin'. Oh, don't eat Dunkin' before you get in the pool. Also, don't run in the pool deck. It's not because you'll fall and get hurt, but it's like if you stub a toe and then you can't put a bloody toe in the water. There's a whole bunch of rules to it. I got to... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you... <laughs> Veins over here picking a scab. Yeah, you I cannot just, get in the pool. I, I had an itch, and then I pick out a scab. Now I can't get into the pool. Bummer. Jeff, we appreciate you, brother. Hey, thanks for having us. We're going to step away. Whenever we get back, continued sports talk. We're live at the McLeod YMCA. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Now Now betting for the sports sports animal. animal. Your Your afternoon afternoon drive. Number two, two, men men on. Van Nunley Nunley and Fred Fred Slow. Slow. And in the the on-deck circle, circle. Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Yeah, yeah, you know. This song you can get a paper cut to. You know, some you can lay back and enjoy the last seat. You did. Hey. Plus all the time, yeah. I ain't hard to find. No, I'm always on the ground with some money on my mind. But I like it. It's official, boys. New York Jets, a hard knock and the best choice anyway. Jock Tony joining us on the program. Jock, welcome back. What's going on, gentlemen? How are we doing today? That's fine. I'll just turn your microphone Good. up if you're going to whisper. I'll New, New Jersey Jets super fan, Jacques Tony. New York Jets. Thank you. Put some respect to my name. Okay. Just um, pull that microphone right up to your mouth. So There we go. Since you've been a New Jersey uh, Jets fan for... Who's your team again? Me? Yeah. Well, I don't have a team. I'm an adult. Okay. Well, I don't have a rooting interest in a sole team. I'm a fully functioning adult human being. I don't root for something I have no association with. It's like the New Jersey Jets. I'm very associated. <laughs> don't worry. I'm very associated. When I'm yelling at that TV. They hear you. Let me call coach right now for you. Who y'all. is coach? <laughs> it's me. Who is the head coach of the New Jersey Jets? Well, they just got a new one. I think it's Ime Udoka. Oh, okay. Is he pretty good? It should be Jacques Tony. I'm available, guys. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> New O line. Can you O-line? hear me? I'm available. O line, D line coach. Hey, I take any position. I'll be ball boy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they, when 
when you sign up for a job like that, they make sure that you're not a fanboy. Oh, I'm like they go boy. they go through your whole social media history. They do all this stuff to make sure that like you're not hardcore. They need neutral human beings. Also, oh. I can tell you're not really a fan of the New Jersey Jets because this is the end to Zach Wilson's mental stability. Maybe he gets better because he's like watches someone actually play quarterback other than whatever he was doing before. Maybe. I'm not saying I want to keep the man. I'm just he's going to be good for trade offers. Like, he is on. not. No one. Everyone looks at the New Jersey Jets and says, "No, no." But look what Sam Darnold's doing now. He's doing great things for his Panthers. Yeah, interesting. Once, once people get out of <laughs> once these quarterbacks get out of New Jersey, they do fantastic. No, we just ruin them forever, bro. What are you no. talking about? No, they do not. <laughs> Sam Darnold is going to be Super Bowl champion this year for the 49ers. No, come on, bro. You know it's coming to New York. It's coming home. It took Geno Smith three stops after the New Jersey Jets to even get a chance to be good for five minutes. Do you see? No, it stops. No, I do not. Geno Smith got out of New Jersey. New York. And then where? (laughs) Who? New York. That's not where they play. New Jersey Jets. (laughs) Geno Smith, it took him almost a decade to finally get the New Jersey off of him. And start playing well. He had to put on a New Jersey to get the New Jersey off of him. That is correct. Okay, I like that. Okay. And just wait until that uh, Lake City expansion team comes up, and then Zach Wilson, the ex-New Jersey Jet, is their first franchise quarterback. He's going to the XFL, bro. He's not a good quarterback. Are you like guys, a previous FL? Are you both saying X like an ex-Mormon joke? Is that why you yeah. guys are making these? Because I like them. They're clever. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think, are you worried he's going to get XFL communicated from nice. the Mormon church? I like that a lot. Yeah. What about Joe Namath, though? Like, he could come back and do it. Oh, wait, he's too busy. You're, you're so pretty. How are you? That's Broadway Joe, man. got to respect that man. <laughs> no, you, no do you don't. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. No, you, really, you really don't. And also, he's got me my own Super Bowl, so you I pronou- can't you, you pronounce it wrong. It's Boardwalk Joe. It's New Jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're in. We're going to watch the psyche of Zach Wilson as he absolutely collapses. They don't have any skilled guys. They have a weirdo veteran quarterback that yearns for attention but is going to act like he doesn't a really fragile young coach and ownership group that is stupid weird it might be the best one ever also they have no chance of success are you what what do you do before you get on the air bro like because your your mind is clouded right now these are facts yeah those are all facts yeah. I, I hate agreeing with the guy but he's he kind of crushed it i'm, I'm killing it yeah. so sauce is going to win an mvp this Who? Year. Sauce. MVP? Which, yeah, MVP. I'm like going barbecue sauce? Is he going to take over for Aaron Rodgers? You know, like cheese sauce? sauce. Oh, because Aaron Rodgers was in Green Bay cheese heads. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting it. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, that guy. So Aaron Rodgers left Green Bay, which is the worst city. Is there another way to describe it? To live in for yeah. an NFL player? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And then he went to New Jersey, which is great. Hobo- yeah. yeah Hobo- New Jersey's better than Wisconsin. New- the city or the state? <laughs> yeah. Everything. Is there New Jersey, New Jersey? New New Jersey is Jersey City. Jersey City? Mm-hmm. In the nicest way possible. New Jersey is, smells funny. So we'll just leave it at that. They're really not that great of a place, but the New York Jets, you know, just happens to. Never heard of them. Never heard of them? <laughs> they used to be the New like York Like the ones Jets. that leave LaGuardia? Is that what you're talking like about? Like those New York Jets? They didn't leave LaGuardia. Like the, the JFK ones that Jets? The fly out of JFK? Like those Jets? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Because the football Jets, those no. are from New Jersey. Because oh. at least Wisconsin has a city called Titletown. 
Mm-hmm. Like they don't like New Jersey doesn't have Championshipville. Championshipville. Like that does that's not a place that exists. When Hard Knocks was booking flights to set up cameras and all these training, which by the way, the NFL, the Jets do not want this. The Nobody Jets, wants. Nobody Jets wants don't want this. it, but you know they have the greatest Hard Knocks season in history, right? They do. All right. At least we can agree on one. They're the absolute. Yeah, the New Jersey Jets have the best hard knock season ever. Also, no one else is trying to have that. As far as entertainment value, as long as they catch this thing early and get a lot of Aaron Rodgers being an insane person, Mm -hmm. this is going to be one of the best hard knock seasons ever. When he shows up, it's going to set viewership (laughs) records. What's that thing that Clint Eastwood wore in the movies? Whenever he hit the. The, the, a poncho? Yeah, when he shows up in like a weird, yeah. like hand woven. He's going to show up with a poncho and no shoes on. Well, they're not. Yeah, that's accurate. With Aaron Rodgers wearing them on a poncho, yeah. it's a drug rug. A drug rug. A drug yeah. rug. He's that's what a, it's called. You're going to show up in a drug rug and Birkenstocks. No shoes. He's Jesus, man. He's coming to beat our savior. Well, when he walks out of the parking lot and kicks off his Birkenstocks. I don't think this. Because he's got, once he gets out of the parking lot, he's got a ground. So grounding is very important. First of all, <laughs> the second coming of Jesus is not going to be in New Jersey where there's a Mormon, the most prominent guy in town. Like, that's not how this thing works. Why not? The first time was in the middle of a desert. Give Jersey a chance. What if Zach Wilson super outplays Aaron Rodgers in the gym? <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even get through it. Couldn't even get through it. Yeah, that's not happening, man. He's going to position be, battle. He's going to live in his locker. Oh, gosh. It will not be good for the New Jersey Jets. That's all. Only, be- only stat that Zach Wilson is capable of beating Aaron Rodgers is is total milfs hunting. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's totally. Uh, it. You, have you seen Aaron with the gray hairs? I think he wins that too, man. Ooh, I don't know. If I was uh, a cougar and was going to attack some unknowing young prey, I'd probably go over after go over the little Mormon boy. That's what I would go after. He don't have no practice, bro. You said Mormon boy. He ain't got no fun. Wait, well, exactly. He doesn't know what's coming. They're going to have to teach him everything he knows. You don't, you, if you're a lion, you don't go after, like, the fastest gazelle. You go after the little dumb one that doesn't know what's coming. Oh, okay. Same thing with, with cougars. That's a super good analogy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like how instead of going, if you're a lion, you go after or a cougar, you went with lion. Like we're not even going to talk about cougars. The actual thing we're talking well, no, about. I can't. Yeah, I can't double compare cougars. You got to do the lion comparison and then to the cougars because one of them is going to pop up in your head. Both of them will not pop up in your head. So how about the YMCA? Yeah, we got this open house going on today, guys. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hey, zero dollar joining fee. Pay nothing until the first of July today only at the McLeod location, Tramway Comanche. Okay. I'll tell you what. I'll do you one better. What's that? You come down here, you mention two men on, you mention yeah, the boys, you that. mention Van and Fred. You mention us. You you mention uh Billy Wagner Hall of Fame. You mention you mention any of those things. That last part you know. Van will give you a free month. Van's paying for your free month. That's, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. For sure. Right out of my pocket. Some come somebody come claim it. Right please. out of my pocket. Let's make it three months. Into your health. It's a dollar a day to be at the Y. It's it's literally the most affordable thing in the yes. entire city. It's the deal of the season. You know what else it is here? Hot. You know what you can do? Come hang on the air conditioning. You know what else you can do? Join the swim team. You know what else you can do? Get your sweat on. You know what else you can do? Um, shower before you leave because I, I smell right. Oh, you forgot about the massage too, bro. Ooh. I did forget the massage is back. Yeah, the super massage is here. What's up? Nick killing it? Nick is killing it. Oh, my gosh. I'm Nick, so Laura, the whole team. Everybody is doing their thing. I can use a massage. 
When's, yeah. uh, when's your next opening? Are there gift cards? Can you buy gift cards? And you can buy gifts? gift cards for massages also, yeah. That's what you should do. Yeah. You should buy everybody a massage, man. Like, everybody in the building right now. All right, first person to come by and get a new membership, I will give you a free month and buy you a massage. I like that a lot. How about that? Just the first person to sign up. Just the first one. Yep. And also, the gift card for the massage doesn't have to be for you. If you forgot to give your Father's Day gift. Boom. Boom. You give it right back to me. I'm a dad. You give it to to, to Van, who's a father. How many kids you got now? Just one adult. (laughs) Okay. Start young, end young, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, don't forget the producer. Also, the okay, producer yeah, Bob. Bob Walpo. Once, yeah, uh, he could use a massage. Now, all of a sudden, Jack Tony, hey. thank you so very much for sitting with us, brother. I'm sorry to hear about the dismat, the demise of your New Jersey Jets. Jets 2024. They're running for president. This, this, <laughs> the season that starts in 2024, or no, this one that ends in. This 20? is the year. I'm going right. to be a Cowboys fan all season, bro. This is the year, like. Okay. This, this is what they say, right? So this is my year. This is the most Jets thing for everyone who ever gets hard knocks for them to suck, then to all of a sudden be the one team that doesn't suck whenever hard knocks is on. That's them. so weak. That's classic New Jersey Jets. And it, all, all it took was a four-time MVP. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans turned it down. Chicago didn't even get an invite for the hard knocks. So. Do they have a single player on their roster that's caught a pass? You know Randall Cobb is on my team now, right? Yeah. Alan Lazard is on the team. These people he brought catch everybody he with brought him. He brought the whole squad, bro. Yeah. He brought, he brought the he, whole squad. He brought Donald Driver out of retirement. You two losers. Yeah. Green Bay was not winning with these guys. Jermichael Finley's back. They also didn't have an <laughs> offensive line, which we also purchased this year. Is Mark Chimura there? Oh, you beat me to it. I was waiting for a Mark Chimura. <laughs> Isn't he in prison? Yeah, where's Najee Davenport? Is he, he ready to carry Is the rock? in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Playing the odds. Yeah. Was Malik's Claret with them at that time? But for real talk, uh, Garrett Wilson's a dude. Garrett yeah, Wilson he is can a beast, go. yes. He can go. So he has caught a I'm really yeah. excited yeah. to we see what. we got a backfield this year. Yeah. we got Brees Hall healthy. Yeah, you can get Dalvin Cook sometime next week, too. Maybe. The once, real move is signing. Once they bring them cameras, like Dalvin Cook's like, Jets it is. I'll yeah, take that, that tracks. Yeah. I like it. How come you can't just like have Saquon just park on the other side of the building? Like, Why is it not that easy? Because we, 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 we don't want that, man. That's what? Okay. What? Okay. Okay. I mean, we don't want to take the whole Giants franchise right now. That's like that's all the Giants have. Like They don't even have him. He's not on the team. <laughs> yeah, see? But we don't want him. We like Davin Cook. That's a good look for us. You would take Kadarius Tony in about two seconds. I would. That's my cousin. Cousin Kadarius? But like, what do you call him? That's what unofficially, but yeah. KT? On for him. KT? KT from KC? Yeah. You call him KD or KT? JT. Calls KT. It's from, KT? It's, cause they're both, they're it's both, not just KD, like Kadarius? I call him KD. Ka, ka, Kadarius. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Take us with you anywhere. anywhere. Well, anywhere with cell service. Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes app store. Just search KNML. This is no joke, Bob. We're going to talk a little bit about Buck Showalter here in a second. This is no joke, Bob. Okay. Van literally 
two seconds ago. Reached around from the left side of his body to the right side of his body. What were you trying to do? Get a, get a I scratch? Was, I was, were you trying to scratch a scab or I something? I was grabbing a different pin out of my backpack. <laughs> so, no, let me please oh, finish please this go. one. Please go. Go on. So he was reaching around from the left side of his body across his body to grab a pins. Mm-hmm. And what he did, and I'm not joking, Bob, because he spent so much time at the YMCA. He split the seam <laughs> of his shirt. I ripped out of my shirt. He, he literally, due to the size of his muscals, jumped out of his own clothing. Thank you to the YMCA. That shirt is ruined. Yeah. Adios, this shirt. I kind of liked it, too. It's like uh, if you're not watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, it's like a white, and it's got, like, blue and green little floral prints on it. It's been one of my favorite shirts all summer. And uh, now it's trash because I'm getting so strong at the YMCA because I start every day at the YMCA. I'm ripping out of my clothes. Well, I can Wild. think of worse things to rip out of. Okay, go on. Yep, your oh, turn. Yeah, just wanted to take it over. Well, no, I, there's, there's another article of clothing that is usually ripped. You know, when, when you talk about ripped clothing. Like ripping out of uh, the cocoon pants. from the 80s hit movie Cocoon? That's a good question. So it looks to me here like Buck Showalter, Vane. You're going to have to catch me. Oh, brand new member at the Y, we're being told. Congratulations to friend of the show, Sarah, who is now the newest member of the YMCA. So we like that. That's a big deal. All right. Hey, I told you. Heard us on the way. You just let Double back. Got a free month on Vans Dime. They probably already passed the Y on their way home, and they said, you know what? Sounds like such a good idea. Such a good idea. Come to the Y Open House and McLeod. Hang out with us. You're (laughs) welcome. A lot of fun. Welcome to the team, Sarah. All right, give me this Buck Showalter rundown, Van. Okay, well, apparently somebody asked him who's the starting picture for tomorrow, and he has an existential meltdown. What does this mean? So... They ask him, well, who's the pitcher for tomorrow? He's like, I don't know why everybody's all concerned about what happens in the future. Who's so obsessed about what's going to happen tomorrow? You want to know when you're going to die, too? What? Good Lord, Buck, tone it down a little bit. What is he talking about? He's losing his mind. He's going to lose his job. He's going to lose his mind, but he's going to lose his job first. He's with the Mets, right? Mets coach, correct. The Mets are the worst team in baseball, right? Uh, compared to their salary, yes. The Cardinals are the worst team in baseball. Yeah, I didn't mean that yeah compared to their time. fan base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's losing it. He is absolutely losing his expletive deleted. It's if, so, Go ahead. Why would you compare somebody's impending death to a question about who's the starting pitcher tomorrow? Billy Epler. It who, is a completely reasonable question. Billy Epler, who um, is the GM there for the Mets, he said, alongside Steve Cohen, who's the owner, who's like the billionaire Steve Cohen, who right. does not care about luxury tax. Doesn't care about does, money. Not, does not, I, and I get it. They both said, no, Buck's the guy to get us right. <laughs> if you have to say that, it's not true. Buck is not the guy to get us right. Historically, he hasn't been the right guy for anyone. You know what? Let's pick the guy that it's never worked for before. Oh, you're going to go there with it? Yeah. He's been doing it for 30 years. Like, why do you pick the guy that hasn't done it before? He's no Dusty Baker. 
It's not like Buck Showalter invented the high five all of a sudden. I need you to not do that. I just also shout out to friend of the show Joe. Yeah, he says his clothes rip for another reason. I, um, what? Yeah, you infer that whatever you want. What? Yep. How old is Buck Showalter? Old enough to know better. It's kind of wild to me. In 67, 67 years old. That makes him about, well, like a day younger than Steve Cohen. Sure. It's wild to me that you get so disconnected. You cannot be doing this thing for as many years as he's been doing it and then be thrown such a loop by a beat reporter. And by the way, the Mets have a lot of beat reporters. Like, there's a it's, lot of dudes following the Mets. It's New York. That's the, that's the example of, air quotes, the media. Yes. People uh, attach articles to random words and say, the, the media. That's New York. And there's also, like, bonus media there right now because they're doing so poorly. The sporting news is not covering the Mets every day. The sporting news is now covering the Mets every day. And it's because they're so dang terrible. Is, I mean, is it better entertainment that this thing, they spent a bazillion dollars and it works and they're playing fantastic baseball? Or is this dumpster fire a way more entertaining story? Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer make more than the Reds and Pirates combined. Say that again. I will say that again. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander make more than the Reds and Pirates combined. <sighs> two dudes make as much as 52 dudes. I'm trying to see here how many winning seasons Buck Walter has had. It's not as many as you think. No, it's not. And again, his timing is poor. He's on, he's on the Rangers when they suck. He's on the Orioles when they sucked. Uh, now he's on the Mets. They obviously suck. His time with the Yankees weren't they weren't world beater Yankees as well. Had a fourth place finish in ninety two. They got rid of him and then they got good. You see what happens? Because they got rid of him in ninety five after losing the division, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety yeah, yeah. yeah ninety yeah. six, Derek Jeter comes in. And then Derek Jeter, no, Bernie right. Sanders. So Derek had been there before. No, that's right. Yeah, so Derek got drafted in 92. Two, and he'd so been th there in four. Yeah. yeah. Now, he was playing with Buck Showalter. Correct. Poorly. But he, yeah, Buck Showalter left, and he turned into Derek Jeter. He was Derek Jeter in the 95 season when they lost in the divisional. He was a little bit Derek Jeter at, like, the end of the 94 season, but the strike, blah, blah, blah. Quote, exactly, quote, what is it with knowing about things before they happen? Do you want to know about when you're going to die? Listen, Buck, they just wanted to know who's pitching tomorrow. They don't need your your Socrates stuff mm -hmm. here, buddy. All right, your your Nietzschean outlook on life doesn't need to impact this poor little writer's room just having a little press conference. Oh, it's just so wild to me. Okay, I said Nietzschean on a sports show today that's a first on any sports show on any sports show ever steve cohen says he'll hold a pre he'll hold a news conference before wednesday night's game you will quote you will get it from me straight what does that mean i don't know what that means that that's dumb we what? have we have known knowns and we have known unknowns and we also have 
unknown knowns. But the the biggest problem here, and who's pitching tomorrow, is the <laughs> unknown unknowns. It doesn't mean anything. It's stupid. Thirty five and forty three. That's eight games below five hundred. That's the worst they've been thus far this season. Sixteen games back of the best team in baseball, which is the Atlanta Braves. They're so good. It's they're incredibly good for pennies on the dollar. Also, they're incredibly good against garbage. The NL East is garbage. The Phillies are going to rush back. No, the not. Mets will be better. Nah. The Marlins are a revelation, and the Nationals exist. They suck. Yeah, the Nationals are sad. They are it's not sad. Good. It's a really sad thing to watch. Buck Walter is. Uh, I hope he, I hope he stays with the Mets. He is gone. They're a joke organization. He's gone anyways. tomorrow. He is losing it. You have to do something to change the fate of this team. If, Blame it on the manager. If Steve Cohen comes out today and says we're changing everything right after GM Billy Epler came out today and said we're changing nothing, that is exactly what the New York Mets would do. Yes, absolutely. They're terrible. Their players are old and washed up outside of their first baseman. Buck Showalter seems really nice, too. I don't know if that's true. He seems above average nice levels. I'm not rooting against the guy, but you trying to give an existential crisis to some little beat reporter who just wants to know who's pitching tomorrow, you got to go. Works for me. Adios, Buck. <laughs> Come join the sports animal. <laughs> we have all the Bucks. Wait, what? That's Cumulus, a good ne- yeah. Networks. Yeah, Aaron Buck. We got Aaron Buck Burnett. We got a JJ, JJ Buck. Buck. We previously had a, a Buck D. Come on. I mean, I'm into Taking this. on all comers. All right, Van. Lots of trades in the NBA. You want to go down that road? I could do that. Speculation, wherever we get back, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Do, 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 do. Van, I will never be as loyal to you as Damian Lillard is to the Portland Trailblazers. So what are you saying? That you're going to say that you never will leave me, but you actually do when the price is right? Is that what you're saying? He said yesterday (laughs) in a meeting, quote, I don't want to pressure the Blazers. I want to give them time to see what they can do in free agency. What? They're just at a standoff and that they're waiting for someone to make the first move. They, just they both, Portland wants to move on, Dame wants to move on, but he's such a stalwart of that franchise, neither of them can say it first. <sighs> it's so cliche. Like, how does he not go on and be like, I'm just going to stay focused on winning? Like, it's the most cliche thing ever. You can't focus on winning when your team is garbage. Focus on playing well. Focus up on getting an MVP vote or two every year. But you know your team ain't going to do squat. Is Dame Lillard's life been so hard that he only focuses, like, on the grind? Like, does he not know there's other ways to do this thing? Sure. It doesn't have to be... Like, you don't have to be God's strongest warrior. Like, you can... Go sign with the Heat. 
Yeah, just go get, play on the Heat. Don't get traded to the Heat. The Heat were in the finals. They Can were, you imagine the Heat with Dame Lillard? That's a championship-level team. Also with the Nuri kit, like, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of everything. They just don't have anyone who stays healthy. They got dudes that might have breakout seasons coming up. There's a lot, right? Eh. There's a lot. Scoot Henderson ain't going to change anything. No, he, 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 might, he might be the most talented teenager in the league. He's very good at basketball. But you can't just add one Scoot Henderson to the Portland Trailblazers, who, by the way, lost like 83 games last year. You can't just add one Scoot Henderson and be like, oh, they're, we're great now. We've got, we've got this kid. It's kind of an annoying narrative. Because it's like the best players should try to go and play elsewhere if their team is not giving them the effort they deserve. Yes. Do Dame a favor. He's got what? Three more like elite years in him? Let him play somewhere where he's got a chance. He ain't got a chance at Portland. He ain't got a chance. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna suck in like a what are you a, get a get him a Paul get him uh you're gonna steal Bam out of bio from the Heat? The Heat's going to just go the other way with it? No, they're not. Well, that's the thing with Portland. You have to trade to get because no one's trying to go to Portland. And there's a bunch of, like, come weirdo, hippie, Portland's a cool city. Portland is not. Portland sucks. I, I think Portland uh, used to be lovely. I haven't been there in a while, so I can't speak to it. But Portland used to be fantastic. I have been to Portland within the last calendar year. It sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. The weather sucks. The city sucks. The there's a what's the best way to say this without sounding weird on the radio? There is a crime and drug issue in the city. It's not safe. It's just not a cool spot. Also, everything that used to make them cool is just a stolen bit from Austin. It's just the, their identity is a bunch of stolen bits, and that's what you'd have to do to make a basketball team work: is get bits from other teams. That's very Portland of them. It's very Portland of them. Used to be lovely. You know what? You I spent some time in Portland. I've been, I've been there a I'm, few different times, oh man, and, I, and I enjoyed it every time. But it was a long time ago. Every place is like, we're the coolest macaroni and cheese spot. Like, it's everything sucks about it. Best cup of coffee in America. Says who? Everyone. They do. Everyone says that. World famous pie. Yeah. No, you don't. We got the best slice of pizza you've ever had in your life. And they're up there. This is real. The Timbers are a bigger team. What's a Timber? That's a good point. It's okay. a crappy soccer team. Okay. In a crappy soccer league. Sweet. Also, by the way, Portland used to be fantastic. I'll say that again. Haven't been. Haven't got my eyes on it myself. I'm telling you. I've heard horrible things. I was at arm's length. Rural Oregon is scary. Yeah. R- rural Oregon is yeah. like one of the most hills have eyes places it's, in this country. It's lawless. Yeah. No one is trying to go to Portland by choice. Bend Oregon, though, on the other hand, it's just the nicest place on earth. Eugene, if you're in college stuff. Who's that? Yep. <laughs> Portland is not for any sensible human being. People that go to Portland don't go to Portland for sports. Right. And the NBA is freaking expensive. Portland and Portlander is not trying to drop several hundred dollars on a deal. Because it's not like when you were quote-unquote kids. You have to have a good product. Portland does not have a good product. Yeah. Sorry, Dame Lillard, but Portland likes Gonzaga better than you anyways. It's not even in the same state. That's like a whole state over. (laughs) They still do. They like Portland State better. No, they don't. 
We're sitting down with a fun friend wherever we get back. Obviously, we're having a lot of fun at the McLeod YMCA. Come hang out with your boys. It's open house. I know we're signing up members because they keep coming up and ringing the bell or whatever. Okay. So, first of all, thank you to the friends of the show coming out. Zero percent, uh, zero dollar sign up fee. Yeah. One free month on Van. How about that? Sink your teeth into this thing. This place is amazing. There's two great ones. How about that? McLeod Branch and the Horn Branch. Two great YMCA's. Flip a coin. Two, They're both fantastic. Two great YMCA's and two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Sports Animal is now 27 years old. What we're saying is, it's now not creepy to tell us how good we look for our age. Just remember, we're not that kind of station. Creeper. Back live at the YMCA. Oh, I'll start over. I'm sorry, Bob. Back live at the McLeod YMCA. Sarah Ukiley joining us on the program. Sarah, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. We're just talking tattoos. The Love Boat has one more tattoo than I do. What does that mean? I have zero tattoos. The Love Boat had that little guy named Tattoo. as They had one. All right, that's clever. That was Fantasy Island. Was it? It was Fantasy Island. Yeah. Not the Love Boat? The plane, the plane. How, yeah. how Thanks, Bob. Telling, how long you been telling this terrible joke? This is the first time. I just thought of it. it very relevant. Very relevant, fresh that, joke. That joke was as bad as a submersible going to see the Titanic. No, that was a way better idea. <laughs> Sarah, you Kylie joining us. Uh, personal training, obviously TRX, obviously cycling, obviously all things YMCA. And yoga. Hold up. What? You start your day with yoga? Then at some point you cycle, then at some point you TRX, and then you go home tired and fit? Yeah. God, that's a good life. Mm -hmm. We're going to change the TRX times so we can come. Mm, I don't know. Never? The answer is never? We Probably can't. not, yeah. Dang it. Right? When is the TRX? It is, well, the next session is starting in August on the 21st, and it will be Mondays and Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Four to five. Wah, wah. It's like another show. Like, what's the deal? <laughs> you can't. I don't know. <laughs> Sarah puts her hands up like it's not radio. Uh, sorry, sorry. She goes, eh. Yeah, I, we had tried to do a morning one at Horn. Sure. But we never got enough people to sign up for it. With Y360, we can take a class every 15 minutes. Yeah, for sure. That's super sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I love that so much. What is the most popular class right now? What do you, like, can't get people out of? Here at this branch, yeah. um, I think it's a full body workout on Tuesdays and Thursdays with Veronica. I think she had, like, she told me she had, like, 23 people in there today. Ooh. And uh, she's a fabulous instructor. She's just, she's amazing. Body pump is also very, very popular. Um, I've done body pump before. It's a good workout. Silver sneakers is we always have good attendance in there. That's the class that's kind of designed for older folks. I've yet to do silver sneakers. Is it like an osteoporosis, like a wear thing? Is it that kind of idea? No, I mean, it's just a fitness class that's designed for seniors, but anybody can come to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can get a good workout. They they do, like, hand weights. They use uh, bands. They use li these little, uh, little balls. Um, and you can do it in a chair if you're, if you're you know, mobility challenged. Or you can stand up and, and do the class and get a really good workout. So, 
the membership right now at the Y is higher than it was even pre-pandemic, which is kind of incredible. That's a, that's a neat thing. Uh, how is everyone like experiencing it? Is, is everyone that walks in through the first door, are they all doing the exact same thing or, or is it taking advantage of like the entire facility? Yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that people join the Y for. I mean, some people only do group classes and they, they never step foot in the gym. Some folks only do the gym and they don't do any group classes. Um, I like doing both of them because, you know, I like to do my own workout, but I also really enjoy doing group classes, teaching them, taking them, because I get a lot out of just that group, um, you know, mentality and, and that group energy. So, um, yeah, and then some people join, you know, they want their kids to participate in the camps or sports or, you know, there's just so many different things for people to take advantage of here at the Y. What's, what's the big push this summer? I mean, I guess it's probably camps. Um, we have a lot of specialty camps. We've got Camp Shaver, of course. You know, that's always a big, you know, big um, exciting thing. We have our swim team this year as well. Um, so we actually the kids were out there trying to get a, a team photo in between rainstorms, but I think they got it in. So, yeah. Did the rain ruin their belly flop contest? That I, I don't about? know. I don't know. I, I They were talking about it, but I don't, I think. Somebody saw some lightning, so maybe they were oh, not able to do that. You know who saw it? The person who's going to finish last in the belly flop. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, party, the party pooper who yeah. sold it. Yeah. Benedict Arnold over yeah, there. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Also, have you ever seen those videos of, like, lightning hitting a pool? No. It's, like, terrifying. It's, like, the scariest Yeah, thing. yeah. You don't want to mess around. No, yeah. it's literally I know what I'm Googling during the commercial do, break. Do not, do, do not Google that. Okay, I won't. It is terrifying. Yeah. I believe you. Man, you have zero fear of lightning, and I don't like that. I don't have a lot of fears. Lightning should be on the list. I have a an irrational, rational fear of electricity, so that's pretty close. I have an irrational, rational fear that there'll be a shark in the pool. Yeah, that is irrational. I would say that's just irrational, not irrational, rational. In Albuquerque, it's a little irrational. What if I dive to the bottom to get like a diving toy and I come up and I can't quite like clear the water from my eyes quickly and then all of a sudden there's a shark? I, I think fish are friends, not food. So, I mean, <laughs> sharks are usually a little cooler now. The orcas, though, you got to walk. Oh, walk yeah. How do you think the friends of the show handle Van sneaking in his weird vegetarian like life all the time? Are it's you vegetarian? It's from a movie. Yeah, it's from Finding Nemo. See? Boom. She gets my references. Uh, so, obviously, I've never seen that. She even a... helps my reference. She yes. corrects my references. Yes. I'm an adult. It's Fantasy Island. <laughs> it's not Love Boat. It's Fantasy Island, you fool. <laughs> I've never, I haven't seen an animated movie since the summer of 1996 when Toy Story took this great country by storm. Oh, I thought you were going to say Space Jam. Not animated. Oh. And that was Because that was real life. Also, that was before the summer of 96. Save the planet. The original Toy Story came out more recently than the last time that the Dallas Cowboys were in an NFC championship game. 10,027 days. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, no, that, I. That sucks for Cowboys fan. Yeah, it does. Delusional Cowboys fan. Yeah, one of my clients, my personal training client, she has got a Dallas Cowboys jacket with all the the years of their championships on it, and Very every time faded. she wears it, I know yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, they're not making that jacket. No, no, that's an old jacket. That is a very old jacket. Yeah, yeah. If you were to go to get the updated version of that jacket. It's the same yes. jacket. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Nostalgia's cool again. I mean, the 90s are back. 
and that's when the Cowboys were good. What, is, what does that so, sentence mean, the 90s are back? A fashion, style, music. Yeah, the 90s are back. No, it is not. Watch out. Yeah, high-waisted pants. Are you telling me that Motown Big. Philly is back again? Yes, it is. Okay, that's Get excited. Sarah you, Kylie, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. When's your next class that man can skip out on? Uh, tomorrow <laughs> at 9 a.m. Cycle. Which, cycle? Yep. Is it outside? Where are we going? No, it's indoor cycling. Oh. It's like a super nice room. That band's That's cool. Yeah. Nice, Have you seen the, the, the cycle studio here? Of course I've seen it. Okay. I know every square inch of this facility. Okay. It's a beautiful place. All right. Have I, you... I haven't cycled in it, though. <laughs> Have I? I haven't seen the men's locker room. You want to go? No, that's okay. Okay. I'll clear it out Dan, for go you. clear out the locker room for Sarah. <laughs> it's very but otherwise, I've been all over this wide. Final hour of the program whenever we get back. Tune in on 95.9 FM. Name 610. The Sports Animal. Now betting for the Sports Animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amarika Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Two hours in the books, one hour to go. Having a lot of fun out here at the McLeod branch of the YMCA on Comanche, just a shade west of Tramway. A special open house deal today, $0 join fee. And uh, Van's going to give you a month free on the house. Actually, not on the house, on Van. It's coming right out of Van's pocket. Uh, so get out here. Get yourself a $0 join fee and a free month here at the YMCA. Amazing group fitness classes, all the stuff for your kiddo. There's a pool next door, and the facilities are fantastic. Whether it's here at the McLeod branch or on Indian School in between Carlisle and San Mateo at the Horn branch, we got all of your needs covered here at the YMCA. As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at 66 Diner. It's throwing Thursday, this Thursday at ABQ Axe, as the boys are going to give you $7.50 off per person per hour, per lane. While you're at ABQX, have a little sipper on some Red Door beer. Get all of your sports merch at the Duke's Team Store in the weekends. That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. A lot of NFL speculation today. Where's DeAndre Hopkins going? Where's Dalvin Cook going? Where's Leonard Fournette going? I know where Leonard Fournette is going right now. He's going to the car dealership to get a new car as Leonard Fournette was driving down the interstate and his car catches fire. Luckily, no one was injured. Let him and family out. Emergency services were there to put out the fire. But uh, 
I guess his off season is quite the dumpster fire, but today it was a car fire, and luckily Leonard Fournette got out alive. Who knows where he's going to be playing next year, but Leonard Fournette uh, is going to need a new car as his caught on fire today. Speaking of fire, uh, the trade and free agency speculation in the NFL is on fire. Where's Dalvin Cook going to go? Where's DeAndre Hopkins going to go? Dalvin Cook hinted it. Wherever he goes, he wants DeAndre to join him. Allegedly, Dalvin Cook has offers all across the NFL, half a dozen at least, maybe as many as 10 offers for Dalvin Cook's services. He's going to weigh his options before he goes anywhere. But DeAndre Hopkins would also like to join forces with Dalvin Cook, and you get both of them on a contender a contender right now. That sounds like the kind of deal that can push somebody over the top and make them the real deal in the NFL. If you're just a couple of offensive pieces away and you can get Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins at the exact same time, you're going to jump on that. The question is, who has money to pay both of these guys because number one Dalvin Cook's a running back we talk about it all the time on this program that running backs ain't worth squat in this league anymore if you're not Derrick Henry and if you're not Christian McCaffrey you're not going to get paid in this NFL because running backs are replaceable Dalvin Cook has a younger brother on the bills just as big just as strong just as fast making 10 percent as him why don't you just want the younger brother less mileage less hits less potential concussions, less potential CTE, unless you are the top one-tenth of one percent, unless you're that kind of running back, you're not going to get paid in this league. So quit trying to chase these huge contracts, milk it while you got it, and hopefully you could find a success and maybe hoist a Lombardi trophy. Is there any teams out there, is the question, that can afford both Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the salary cap numbers, I mean, what what is really the salary cap? Who has the most salary cap? I mean, you can just make up these numbers. You can shift it. You can put the years out. You can sign a, a signing bonus heavy contract and spread out the years. But, I mean, there's a few teams that could afford both of these players and I mean, I'm looking at the Bears. I'm looking at the Panthers, who just re-upped on wide receivers. The Cowboys, by some miracle, have 24 milli left. You can throw both Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins on some of these teams. Um, so we got the Bears, 31 million a cap space. Panthers, 27 million a cap space. Cowboys. 24 milli of cap space the Colts 23 milli of cap space these seems like those are the only four uh, Arizona Cardinals as well 23 million cap space those are the only five teams that can afford both Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins sorry it took so long to get back Dan no one's going to Arizona or Indianapolis no one okay no one wants to go to Arizona or Indianapolis Colts that leaves the Dallas Cowboys, Carolina Panthers, and Chicago Bears as really the only three realistic teams that can sign both of these dudes. Sorry it took so long as well. There was a friend of the show signing up up front at the Y, and I was saying hello. Another one? Thank you for asking. Another one. Here's the problem with your combination signings. 
And I think football is the one sport where you can just plug a guy in and it works. You know what I mean? Baseball is maybe a little bit more. Whenever you get there, say if you're Saquon or you're D-Hop or whatever, you can't just look around at your new teammates and go, you guys suck. And that's what these teams are that you're talking about. It's a bunch of dudes that suck. So that's why you don't get them both. Any team that brings in two studs is a team that has no studs. Well, there's a few teams that can afford it, but I don't know if any of them want to. They don't. I know that. I'm telling you that. The Jets want one of them. They don't want both of them. The Vikings want one of them. They don't want both of them. They obviously don't want the guy that they just got rid of. Any team that needs both of these dudes is a team that's not worth going to. Because there's just not enough talent there. And that's why it has to, you have to stay away literally forever. So they won't end up in the same squad. They'll end up going wherever. I mean, you throw Carolina Panthers just got that itty-bitty tiny rookie quarterback who's just absolutely adorable. I'm rooting for him. And they got a brand-new shiny wide receiver, actually two brand-new shiny wide receivers. If they add Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins, which they can't afford, I think the Carolina Panthers leapfrog the New Orleans Saints as the favorite in the South. (sighs) There's no quarterback, man. Like, players know better than anyone, more than fans, more than pundits, more than talking heads. There's zero point to sign with a team with no quarterback. And normally I'm like, just go and get your bag wherever, right? The NFL is the league where winning affects your bag. It doesn't, basketball doesn't matter. Baseball doesn't matter. Yeah. The NFL, you have to win some or you don't get some. No one's going to these teams with these loser quarterbacks. It's just not happening. Yeah, you know, I don't blame them. And I don't blame them for trying to package something together so where they can both go to a same contender. But all the teams who are contenders have separate needs. And one of them, I mean, for the real teams, for the real teams who have a chance at the Super Bowl, nobody wants a $10 million running back. Nobody. Nobody wants that. There's two teams that want them, Tennessee and San Francisco. That's it. Yeah, because they already got them. They already got them. They got the two best ones. Just can't get rid of them. If you want to take a pay cut and go to a contender and chase a ring, I get it. Get what you're worth. Chase the market. Get your bag. Get as much money as you can. But otherwise, you're going to have to take a pay cut to go to a contender. Dalvin Cook allegedly has multiple offers on the table. Okay, that's a lie. I guarantee you none of them are in the the double millions of dollar range. Okay, he has one offer for Miami, and what he's doing is he's claiming he has lots of offers. This is every single player. This is, you know, I'm, I'm considering a lot. or you, You're not. The one team is going to bring you in. The, the deal's already done. It's already set. But Miami was like, hey, make it look like you're super valuable so when we end up with you, we look like winners. And it'll look like we picked you amongst – is this like a win-win PR thing? The yeah, Patriots I mean, don't want him. Patriots are never – they will never, ever once pay for The Jets a and the Broncos back. don't want him. They already got one. They both already got a good running back. They don't need him. They don't need him. Miami do. But you're right, 8.5. Yeah, less. he'll get less than 8.5 over two. Two years, yeah, yeah. two years, three years tops. Uh, incentive heavy. Yard marker, carry heavy contract. And I don't see why every running back doesn't do that. Take a pay cut and try to get some incentives. Uh, we got to go to break here, but i got a little bit of breaking news, Van. 
um, former NFL quarterback, also Arkansas quarterback Ryan Mallett, uh, dead today at 35. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he um, played seven seasons in the NFL. Uh, he was coaching high school football in Arkansas. Uh, he drowned today, Van. He was, um, and I think this is the 10th registered drowning in this area of the world, but in this month, but the Florida Panhandle, like Gulf Shore of Alabama, like Destin right. kind of area, um, rip currents are, are no joke. I know we live in the, the desert. That's not really a conversation to have here, but um, Ryan Mallett, who you know from the University of Arkansas and you know from NFL play, um, also, if you're super into football, you remember he was at Michigan for some time and then mm-hmm. made that transition over, uh, but dead at the age of 35, um, a drowning while on vacation with his uh, with his family. So that's a tough one. Oh, goodness. What a tragedy. Ooh. 35. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports Animal. Back on the program, live from McLeod YMCA. Thank you to the friends of the show coming out, joining the Y. Kind of an exciting little fun thing. Yeah. Here's a fun thing. Special open house today. That's a fun thing. Come tour the facility. They'd love to show you around. If it's like if it's like at 6.56 or later, I'll show you around. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll show you around, and I'll give you a free month. How about that? Good deal. It's a good deal if I've heard a good deal. Just the showing, showing around part is a huge deal. Also, I'll give you a free month. The Lakers are in the news, man. Ooh. Is it a day? Is that why? They're going to match any offer for Austin Reeves, even if it means match, matching nearly 100 mil over four years. The Lakers will match any offer mm-hmm. for Austin Reeves. Yep, that's the story of the day for the All Lakers. All right, another breaking news story. The two men on have offered Austin Reeves a $6 billion contract. <laughs> <laughs> match that, Lakers. What will happen is, like, some team will give them the $98 million or whatever it is. It's $100 million or whatever. Yeah. And then they'll call his agent and be like, hey, remember the time we did that? To help you out. Mm. Keep that in mind. Yeah. We don't really want Austin Reeves. We just want you to get yours. No one is going <sighs> to. Or they sign Austin Reeves to a max contract and then trade him for some old, way past his days, out of shape, ex-All-Star. That's the Lakers' way. So what I'm saying is. Austin Reeves to Golden State, Chris Paul to Los Angeles. Sign and trade. He's kind of a secondary ball guy. He can shoot. He He hustles. He can only shoot. Spark plug. You know that Austin Reeves? Shut up. Locker room guy. No. I mean, that Austin Reeves kid, he's a real gym rat. You know what I mean? He is him. You know, he, he knows the game. 
I wish you weren't saying these things. Because <laughs> I know what you're saying. Uh-huh. And I yeah. don't like these things. Why not? They're things. Who's this guy the Lakers drafted? Uh, Jalen Hood Shafino. What, what about he? Uh, funny story. Somebody told him that he was seven days old when LeBron James was drafted. What? And he said, wow, LeBron James, be old. <laughs> LeBron James, 2003, the most legendary draft in the history of the NBA. I would agree. Jalen Hood Shafino was in one of those white and pink and blue blankets that he got from the hospital because everybody gets them. And he was watching the NBA draft with his family, seeing a young LeBron James getting drafted when he was seven days old. And now in the 2023 draft, he is LeBron James' teammate. That is insanity. That makes me feel old. I'm seven days older than LeBron. You're seven days older than LeBron. And he was seven days old when LeBron was drafted. Let me run this through my brain calculator here. Mm-hmm. That means you are also old. Fred. I am now old. You're old. I'm so old. I remember the first time Dennis Rodman wore a dress. Okay. There's more? There's recent good ones? Uh, he just walked in the Houston Pride Parade in a dress the other day. Oh, that's sweet. Did a bunch of, bunch of reporters asked him questions, and he said that Larry Bird couldn't hang in the league today because he's half the player that Jokic ever is. It's a bit racialist, isn't it? <laughs> Larry Bird dominated him when he was in Detroit. He made him look like a fool. Beat him a lot. Yeah, like all the time. It's just hateful. Dennis played with Isaiah. Isaiah was on those teams that Larry beat. Yeah. Larry beat the teams with Michael. Yep. Until they got Scotty, and then MJ finally got a Batman to his MJ's well, Robin. to be fair. Mm, to be fair. MJ didn't really start doing that thing until after the Dream Team, and Larry was only on the Dream Team. Got all of his game from Larry. Who did? MJ. No. Stole it all no. off of the Dream Team. He got Pippen. He stole that game from Larry during that McDonald's commercial. Oh, good point. That's I when forgot he, about that. That's when he stole the game. Game recognized game. And I recognize that Dennis Rodman's a crazy person. If he were to go back to South Korea. North? If he were to go back to North Korea uh-huh. and just hang out. zero. Which, which he can. Zero people would miss him. Which he can whenever he wants to do. He was wearing drag a lot of years ago. He was way ahead of the game. He wore a wedding dress. Like any month of the year. Yeah. Not just June. Like whenever he wanted to. You remember when Ricky Williams wore a wedding dress? Yes. That was for a photo shoot. (laughs) That's for a photo shoot. Dennis Rodman did it for gigs and idols. For real. (laughs) And maybe I don't get this thing. Also, if you would have told me in... The year 2000, that the most level-headed former athlete talking head would be Charles Barkley? Yeah. I would have had a real problem accepting that. That's a weird one, right? Because the way he was, I'm not a role model. The way he was, super loud. Millions of gambling losses. All of them. Madonna. Madonna. Starlets. Also Dennis Rodman Madonna. Yeah. Eskimo bros. Also, a lot of people, Madonna. Yeah. Also, do me a favor. I want this reaction on here. Open up a new tab on your browser. All right. Here we go. This is going to be exciting. Go to Google. This, and is, type my, this Ma- is my personal computer, by the way. 
Type Madonna oh, 2023. That's what PC stands for. Personal computer, that is correct. I just figured that out. Are you messing with me? Oh, my God, that's so cool. You're messing with me. It's, it's been a PC this whole time. This whole time. That's what the acronym stands that for? That is correct. Whoa. Type Madonna 2023. Okay. Oh, no, I know this one. This Bo- is scary. Bob, type Madonna 2023. Madonna? What year? She looked like she got... 2023. Is that Bizarro Little Kim? Have you ever seen anything? This is like in the movie Men in Black, whenever the alien takes over Edgar and puts on Edgar's skin to Mm, become... The Edgar suit? The Edgar suit. Yeah. That is what this is. This looks halfway in between. You remember the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger-driven sci-fi action masterpiece Total Recall? This Two is, weeks. This is halfway through the Derricks. Miss Brubaker, we don't seem to have you here. She Two looks like weeks. she looks like forty-year-old Madonna that got stung with a bee equally all over her face. Bob, have you seen this picture of Madonna in twenty twenty-three? <laughs> talking about the one with her hair and a curl on the side. Yes. She looks like like evil Princess Leia. Like if she ate Princess Leia and she was allergic to Princess Leia. She looks is what she looks if like. If Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia from Princess Leia in the slave costume mm-hmm. had a babies together, yeah. it would look like 2023 Madonna. It would look a lot like that. Bob, is that your opinion as well? Uh, I can go with that. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> you remember when when Marlon Brando just like put a couple like wads of uh, paper in his cheeks and he turned into the godfather Mm -hmm. madonna did that but she shoved a bunch into her cheekbones madonna looks like she turned into skeletor madonna looks like she's trying to do a biopic but star as mickey rourke Mm -hmm. the second version yeah she does she looks like mickey rourke cosplaying madonna yeah if if mickey rourke was trying to be madonna and also, I think the three of us can all agree that there was a time when Madonna was the gold standard. She was, like, very pretty. She was incredibly pretty. And the attitude. The like a prayer. Oh, Oh, man. my gosh. You're kind of fetishizing a teenager here, but still, I get what you're saying. We are not. She was, like, 17 then? So here's the thing on this teenage thing. Okay. Because Madonna has always been older than me, it's always been okay. Oh, sweet. I got you. Does, does that math make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even then it was fun. Yeah. The last time I had a crush on a kid, I was also a kid. I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm going to give you this one. Yeah, yeah. that's factual. Yeah, I'm going to give you this one. But, like, now you're LeBron James's age. Correct. Yeah. 2023. You can't be talking about 17-year-old Madonna when you're LeBron James's age. No, but I can talk about 17-year-old Madonna when I'm 10 years old. When you're 11-year-old Fred. How old is Madonna? She, She's neither this young or this old, as she looks oh, like in this picture. She's 64. She don't look 64. Not all parts of her face are 64. She looks like, I mean, she looks like a 40-year-old who was fished out of the river on Law & Order SVU. That's what she looks like. I don't know whether this is going to translate to radio. Yesterday, you were showing me a picture of a puffer fish when it's brought out of the depths of the ocean? 
Uh, no, that was a blobfish. A blob. She yeah. looks like when you bring a blobfish yeah. out from heavy pressure deep ocean, it's a normal fish down there. When you bring it up to no pressure, it turns into the blobfish. That's what that's what Madonna looks like. Like a blobfish with braids. I just looked up blobfish in water. Looks like a regular fish. Looks like a normal fish. Blobfish outside of water looks like Madonna. Yeah. Smaller nose. LeBron James is the oldest player in the NBA. Is that right? As soon as Udonis Haslam retires, he's like air, right? I think Udonis Haslam just retired. Is that official? I mean, he said this is his last season. The season's over. I think Udonis Haslam is done in the NBA. I'm a seer, not a believer. So now LeBron James is the oldest player in the NBA. And at 38 years old, it's the first time in his career he didn't get an MVP vote. That's insane. What's our day's I-9 varsity? The varsity of cool catchphrases. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Don't miss the opening drive with Jeff Symbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Welcome back to the program. The boys are live at the McLeod YMCA. Of course, you're listening to Two Men On right here on The Sports Animal. I'm Fred Sawyer, Van Nunley, Bob Walpole back at the station making the show go, well, at least over the airwaves. League Office 280 and i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of catchphrases, okay? Okay. Catchphrases. You want me to go first? Yeah, please do. I'm going to go with Catch-22. Okay. Yeah, I think Catch-22 is maybe one of my best ones because it's so apropos to my life. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. I could actually do an I-9 varsity of catchphrases, Yeah. but that would be a real Catch-22 because I never do varsity. That's not exactly what it means, but you're very close. You're going to notice a trend here. You're very close. Dan? Okay. First on my I-9 varsity of cool catchphrases, I'm going to go with a man got to have a code. It's from The Wire. That is from The Wire, my friend. I've never seen The Wire. Omar Little from The Wire. While he was a robbing murderer, he was the good guy. Mm -hmm. He only robbed drug dealers. He's very Robin Hood. A man's got to have a code. Got it. Mm -hmm. Bob, are you in on this one or no? I'm thinking. All right. We'll skip you. Come right back. I'm going to go with a catch, Van. Okay, a catch. Yeah. What's the catch? Well, it depends. So according to Bert Emanuel, it's different than what it is today. Okay. Yeah. So he did not bring it in. Uh Uh-huh. It was down by touching the ground. Yeah. So a catch is full control with two feet in. So give me catch. All right. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good catch phrase. Shout out to Des Bryant. Ouch. Next on my I-9 varsity of cool catch phrases, mm-hmm. how about I got the shotgun, you got the briefcase, all in the game. 
again, that's Omar Little from The Wire. These are just quotes. And, and These what, aren't even catchphrases. Yeah, that's a great catchphrase. You, you, give me another. Game. All in a game? Hmm? It's a great catchphrase. I'm loving it is a catchphrase. Okay. What you're doing the is The word just, catch isn't in that catchphrase. You're, you're just saying quotes from, from the, the Wire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. All Omar Little, too. <sighs> What he was referring to was, yeah. he used to rob drug dealers, uh-huh. but so did the lawyer representing the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. They just robbed drug dealers in different ways. Bob, you in on this one? Not yet. I can't come up with any. All right. <laughs> Got it. I will continue. Catcher in the Rye, okay. Dan, is on my list of catchphrases. Catcher in the Rye. I don't know if you're familiar with the work. Would you like to I give am. you a synapsis? Thank you. Bob goes, J.D. Solinger's uh, turn of the century hit is no. That's not why I'm picking it. Because it's the first book I was told to read in school that I refused to because I had never read a single book in my life. Okay. I mean, I love baseball and I love deli sandwiches. So it's got to be a good book, that catcher in the rye. No. That's what it's about, right, Bob? No. Isn't that that correct, Bob? It it is not. It is not. It's a sandwich deli movie. Not with baseball guys. Not on your rye bread. What? Isn't it just a book about the weekend? It's like somebody's no. diary entry. Yeah, kind of. I mean, we're, <laughs> you know, I'm older than dirt, so it, it goes back a long ways. I know I read it, and I wasn't real thrilled with it. Came out in '51. Yep. It's not that old. Well, that's that's kind of old. Yeah. Bob, Bob came out before 51. That's a week before LeBron James was born. I Isn't there a part about a baseball school. glove? That's what I'm saying. All of those assigned readings. You Hey, you got to read it, Bob. You didn't have to read before, it. Yeah. No, you I had to read it. By reading it. It, it was not you on my You wouldn't have readings. otherwise. I would not have it otherwise. It didn't impact your life greatly, that book you're forced to read. Are you telling me that? <laughs> Only in the sense you didn't that I get used... any. You didn't, get, you didn't get any pleasure or satisfaction or learn any life lessons from that book you were forced to read in school? Is that what you're saying to me? The only lesson I got out of it was I was able to write a good essay and got an A on it. Ooh, what a essay. Good job. So... Next on my I-9 varsity of cool catchphrases, uh-huh. I'm going to go with... You come at the king, you best not miss. Again. Guess who said that one, that's Fred? That's just a quote. Guess. Guess, which, guess who said that one? The, that's a cool catchphrase. You come at the king, you best not miss. I heard Scott Van Pelt say it one time on SportsCenter. What? So it's basically a catchphrase now. <laughs> what? Again, that was Omar Little from The Wire. Have you heard of The Wire? Uh, you should watch it, Fred. It's, it's a really good, it's a really good, good program. I just don't feel like I accept. Mm-hmm. My real answer is... To be the man, you have to beat the man. Also, if you smell what the rock is cooking, woo! Know your role and shut your mouth. What you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. These are the real answers, man. No, those are stupid. This- <laughs> what are those? What are those from? I'm a limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing son of a gun, Ric Flair. Okay. DX's suck it got me in trouble in grade school. In grade school? Because that's when I would say it. Which grade? All of them. Okay. You didn't stop. You haven't stopped. You say it all the time still. End of the program. Whenever we get back, everything we missed throughout the course of the day, including forced baseball talk, 
because we missed baseball talk outside of the Buck Showalter story. Oh, indeed. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Sports Animal. Are you amped? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Show. Show. Weekdays at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for sponsoring our studio. Big thank you to 6-6 Diner for so many delicious lunches. Big thank you to the YMCA, specifically the McLeod location, the intersection of Tramway and Comanche. Thank you to the friends of the show who came out and signed up today. We had a lot of fun out here. It was fun spending the last two days at the Y van. So fun. Uh, fun Very few fun. places in the world I'd rather be. Oh, I agree. In the central New Mexico YMCA's. Yeah, this place is super sweet. So we're hanging out here, obviously. Also, big thank you to ABQX, which will be live from on Thursday. Come hang out with your boys then. or at Isotopes Park on Friday. That's going to be exhilarating in its own way. Also, it could be Chris Bryan could be there. So he's doing some rehab stuff on Wednesday and Thursday. So we'll see what happens come Friday. But that's going to be very good in its own cool way. Don't forget at all that at 5 o'clock we enjoy New Mexico's vodka. Of course, that's Teller Vodka. We weren't able to do it today, though, because, well, we're at the Y. Yeah, we don't drink at the Y. No. But if you come hang out with us at Red Door next Thursday, then yes. Oh, yes, please. The answer is yes, please, mm-hmm. at that time. I'm going to be sipping Teller Vodka at a... Isotopes Park on Friday. Correct. Also, if you're coming out to Isotopes Park, don't forget to stop by the Albuquerque Duke store, the intersection of Carlisle and Central. Some new threads. Oh, got some new threads. They got a lot going on over there. The Knob Hill Shopping Complex. Stop in, see Steve. Tell him your boy sent you. Should be pretty good. I got a fun one. Are you ready? Okay, hit me. Jordan Westberg. Who? Okay. Jordan Westberg made his debut for the Baltimore Orioles last night, okay? So he's... They're up against Cincinnati, right? All right. So they're playing against Cincinnati, and it was raining. It was like a, just not the perfect conditions for baseball by any means. And what happened was what happened was all of Jordan's buddies. Oh, that's nice. Like his high school or maybe college or whatever, his buddies made their way down from the cheap seats. Oh hell yes! Sat immediately behind home plate. Okay. As well. Jordan took his first career major league at bat, ever ever. So cool. And they cheered at the top of their lungs for their boy as he was 30 feet away, maybe. And the not quite pouring, pretty much, though, pouring rain. Yes. Now, I'm appreciative of the tight rear end of Jordan Westberg because I don't know if I'd be able to focus in the biggest moment of my professional life with all my childhood best friends cheering every single moment. But our boy did, and he knew the strike zone. Jordan Westberg on the first base. Right in front of the homies? Right in front of his boys. You know they were dropping, like, inside jokes Uh and, like, little giggle fest stuff and probably some really cool Omar from the Wire cool catchphrases. Mm -hmm. Something like since they were in Baltimore, you know. That would have been hard to pay attention. So hard to pay attention. But just a bunch of dudes being bros. I love that so much. A bunch of dudes being bros. That's the thing, too, because, like, we're talking about adults here. Yeah. Kids at heart. No, for Kids sure. In that moment, you're just your, your little teenage bestie. That's all you're doing. And the Glorios are having, like, a heck of a year. Like, if Tampa Bay would slow down a little bit. I'm telling you, man, these, these Orioles are for real. They're for really real. 
and they will be good for a long time. You know what he did in his second at bat? Popped up to the catcher? Nope, got a hit. Yeah, buddy. The boys went crazy. With all the homies behind them? Went crazy. Everyone could use some friends like this. Like every single person. And that was really fortuitous that, you know, it was raining and not only the, the ushers let them all the way down. Yes. Because if it was like a full stadium and the seats were packed, they're like, no, nah, dudes. Oh, that would have been a no. I love this story, but you guys got to go back to your seat. It's raining. Everyone left. Like, oh, please. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Tucker. Yeah. Come on, Brody. Get down here. And what do you do? You just be like, listen, we're peak bros. Yeah. Like, we're trying to bro. You just say yes. So, oh, you're going to bro? All right, you can bro for this at bat and then go back to your seat. You've been saying it for some time, Van, but now it's being said by Sport Track. And if you're not f- familiar with Sport Track, I encourage you to kind of chase them down. They do the numbers behind baseball, they do the numbers right. behind the NBA. They do like sporttrack.com gives you like the business sure. money side and how contracts work and guarantees, blah, blah, blah. So, Sport Track is saying. Based on a projection model, current valuations for pending Angels free agent Shohei Otani. Uh-huh. Obviously, he's the runaway MVP favorite. They say yeah. him as a pitcher, his next contract should be six years, 202 milli. That's low. They say Shohei is a hitter, nine years, 326 milli. It's also a tiny bit low, but I get what they're doing here. Combine those things together, Van, and you're looking at a contract that exceeds, well, I guess it exceeds 15 years. Well, it's half a billion dollars. Half a billion he, bucks. Shohei Ostani deserves $600 million. The problem is you can't just combine these two things because they're parallel. Right. So if you were to do a nine-year deal, yeah. you, which you won't, you do a 10-year deal. Consecutive, not concurrent. Is that, is that what it is? Strike you, that, reverse it? Yeah. Something like that? No, it's concurrent. Okay. But he is a 200, let's call it over an eight or 10 year contract. He's a $250 million pitcher. He's a $350 million hitter. Yeah. He is a $600 million baseball player. Not only should be the first player to go over $500 million, he should smash past that and be a $600 million player. He's got another six, seven, eight good years of being a pitcher. You know, health notwithstanding. So and he's got another 10 or 12 years of being a good hitter. That's the interesting part, right? Because you're one Tommy John away from losing your two best players. Mm-hmm. Your two best players is one guy. Right. But still, you got an extra spot on the 26-man roster. So you not only you get Shohei Otani, the best pitcher and the best hitter, you just get another guy. I th- it's just like a cheat code. Like, you get a whole other guy. I think it's only helped the game, the DH in the National League, if I'm having a roll-honest moment, and I hate saying it. But I think this is the one example where one guy gets hurt from it, and that's Shohei Otani. Because his value would have been that much more in the National League, but now it's the exact same everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But you don't want him playing the field every day. He's already pitching six, seven innings you're right. once a week, and he's running the bases. He's already got over 20 freaking steals. He's running the bases like a maniac. He gets he gets doubles standing up. He gets triples sliding in under tags almost every day. Like, you don't want that guy out in the field, too. Save him. Whatever team signs him, 
is the opposite of the 29 other teams that will be very upset that they didn't sign him. There aren't teams that are just like, oh, bummer, we missed out. Yeah. Every team is going to be feeling bottom of the barrel. There's there's 20 teams who don't have a chance to sign Shohei Otani, and there's 30 teams who want Shohei Otani. That's a problem. If you signed him at 10 years, $600 million, okay? I got That's the, a steal. I got the math. Are you ready? Uh-huh. $165,000 a day. Deal. You don't realize how good of a deal that is for this player. Hey. I'm telling you, $600 million sounds insane, but this is a steal for Shohei Otani. I'm not talking game days. I'm not talking during the season. A day. A day. 365 and one quarter days a year. That would be $165,000 a day. Worth it. You're, You're making that back immediately on worldwide endorsements. Every morning that Shohei wakes up, he checks his bank account. There is an additional one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars in there. Could you imagine playing Brewster's millions with Shohei Otani's next contract for a decade straight? That the thing be... <laughs> I just said. <laughs> uh, the, the whoever wins the Shohei lottery this year immediately gets billions of dollars of contracts with businesses worldwide. There's somebody listening right now in front of the show. It's if like, you sign Shohei Otani, every single international conglomerate is the blank of the blank team. The Yankees sign him, whatever the biggest corporations in the world, especially in Asia, are going to be like, we are the blank of the New York Yankees. Immediately. You're making all that money back immediately. He is a blank check. He pays for himself. It seems like an unfathomable amount of money to pay one human being to play a sport, but he just immediately turns it over He's for your not, franchise. The, the thing, though, about that exact sentence is this critique of it. He's not one human being. He's the best one in the existence of the sport. Ever. 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 He's the best to ever do it. To ever do it. Yes, and he gets to be in your jersey. That's a blank check. Make up a number. Who is the best ever at fill-in-the-blank acting? Don't know. Conversations out there. Singing. Don't Dan- know. Daniel Day-Lewis. It's, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's obviously The Rock. Oh, God. Singing. Not out there. Her- Author. Her- politician. Like, every single thing, you have a conversation about who is the best ever. Mm-hmm. A legitimate conversation. You do not have a conversation about who is the best baseball player ever. I've said it over and over again. Not only is he the best baseball player ever, no argument, he's the best to do anything ever. He's better at baseball than Michael Jordan is at basketball. He is better at baseball than Tom Brady is at football. He is better than anyone to do anything ever. Man, I, I can't argue that. I'm trying to come up with it. There's nobody. He's better at baseball than Wayne Gretzky is at hockey. I'm even trying to do, like, like Salk and, like, the polio vaccine. Like, I'm trying yeah. to do, like, sure. Like give me yeah. those things. Give me, like, Martin Luther King Jr. and, like, equal rights. Give me, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to come up with people who were such a key contributor. Mm-hmm. He's that much better than everyone else at it, everything. God, dude, that's wild to me. It's wild to me that my creative career cannot come up with a single example of an individual contributing to their craft yeah. 
in a way that is more substantial? Maybe I think I have the answer. It's Michael Jordan to shoes. That's not bad. That might be the one answer. That's not bad. Yeah. Maybe. Shad Khan to bumpers. Like, there's not a lot of... That's not bad either. No, it's not bad either. Michael Jordan in shoes is a, is a comp. That's an actual comp. That's an actual comp to this. Yeah. But then again, it wasn't really Michael Jordan. It was Tinker Hatfield, who was contracted by Nike to design the shoes. So Shohei Otani is the Tinker Hatfield. <laughs> who? Of baseball. Tinker Hatfield. He who designed is that? All, he designed all the Jordans. Tinker Hatfield? He's a shoe designer who designed all the Jordans. The guy that hung out with Jiminy Cricket? Tinkerbell? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know much about fairy godmothers. Okay. I think Jiminy Cricket was a fairy. You know fairly nothing. What? About godmothers. Why did you use the word fairly? Because you said fairy. We got like two minutes left. Just because it's similar. <laughs> I'm running on fumes. <laughs> Bob, we appreciate you sitting on the program today. It meant a lot to us. Big thank you to the McLeod YMCA who had us out because we had a lot of fun while we were here. New the, friends of the show and new friends of the Y here today. It's pretty cool. It's wild to me when people are like, you know what would be cool? The Y. Because they're right. Like, and I know we tell people all the time, but to like see friends of the show come down and like be a part of it, big deal. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a good one. Ice Toast Baseball returns tomorrow. They had a nice two-day little break. That is so sweet. Two they, weeks on the road, they deserve an extra day off. I think it has a lot to do with the 4th of July and 3rd of July, but yes. No, it's just because they're on the road for two weeks. I like that. They just they work hard. Final words, man? Oh, my goodness, too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything that we didn't cover, which is ample, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Good job, man. Good job, Bob. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Paul Feinbaum, he made a bold prediction yesterday that the Pac-12 as we know it will not be around. The big leagues are going, huh, who needs the New Mexicos and the New Mexico states and whoever's left behind? We're here. But what does it all mean in the end? I think the Mountain West or, or some variation of the Mountain West, I think they're in a position. They're not going to be a quote-unquote power league, but I believe they're in position to be the next thing. On 95.9 FM and AM 610, the, the Sports Animal. Animal. All personal injury law firms are not the same. We all claim to do the same things, but that's where the similarities between Lerner and Rowe and all other law firms end. Lerner and Rowe was recently named the second most influential law firm in the country, and we've collected billions of dollars for our injured clients, with over a billion dollars in the last five years alone. If you want real results, call Lerner and Rowe today. Multi-state offices. Carlos Obrey Espinosa is the managing attorney, 2711 Carlisle Boulevard, Northeast Albuquerque. Glenn Lerner is only licensed in Nevada. Nothing says summer like an ice-cold Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Smooth, refreshing, real brewed tea with 5% alcohol. Look for Twisted Tea in the bright yellow cans. Keep it twisted! Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Please drink responsibly. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. 
Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Nothing says summer like an ice-cold Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Smooth, refreshing, real brew tea with 5% alcohol. Look for Twisted Tea in the bright yellow cans. Keep it twisted! Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Please drink responsibly. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. 